Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. Through the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Ooh, ooh. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Come on, any new patrons? No. Thank you, Brother Matt. This is my favorite time of the year, or the show, where we get to discuss the new Patreons. Uh, this week, there are no. <laughs> so annoying <laughs> when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well then, how was your week, Kamar? <laughs> uh, but thank you to all the Patreons. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. Smash that hit button. Um, it was my birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday Thanks, thanks, guys. I mean, considering that you sat at home and watched baseball, I didn't even think you wanted any hoopla. I thought you were intentionally keeping it. Yeah, I, I didn't want to party, but I, I liked being able to do whatever I wanted to do. How close are you to um, a senior's discount? Oh, like six, seven years? Is too that many it? years. Most, most are 65. Oh, it's 65. But okay. there are some. 55. There are I thought it was 55. 55. Yeah. Yeah. There are That's some the norm now. 55 is Seven years. Wow. Yeah, so. I get offered it all the time. You wait around long enough, you're going to make some money. No, I, yeah, like I told you guys before, uh, I, I learned how to watch baseball. That was your week. But there's only 34 days till the uh, NFL opener. I'm super excited. We're back, baby. You know that Kamar's team is actually going to win the division this year? How wow. crazy is that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Detroit is going to win the division? Yeah, my division, yeah. Really? Yeah. Did they get um, that running back from the Bengals? Who? Um, what's his fucking name? I don't remember. Higgins. We'll just say his name is Higgins. No, not T. His Higgins name. is not a running back. What? That's not who I was talking about. I also watched uh, women's soccer this week. Got into it. Really? Yeah. And? America lost today. So sorry to our listeners. But it makes me feel better because Canada lost too. Hmm. But the, the the rules have changed on who the best is in the world. Well, those are the two teams that used to meet in the finals, weren't they? Canada, USA, yeah. exactly. And uh, Christine Sinclair said, um, the rest of the world has caught up and bypassed us because there's no professional soccer in Canada. At the wi- women's professional soccer level. That makes sense. Like they can play. There's uh, leagues in America and... And not that we have trouble supporting men's leagues here. I was just going to say, like, what do you want? It is what it is. She was just saying, if you want to have a top world-class system, you have to have the whole system in place. I don't get it. Those top players would go and play in Europe or they, whatever. They, they, they do. And they then do. they come back and they play for their country. This year in particular, there was an issue with, um, I think, Soccer Canada funding them going to a tournament. That would have been a good um, warm, warm up. up for the World Cup. Got there was something to that degree. We spent too much money on uh, masks. Well, yeah. I mean, this falls on only one person's uh, 
The Ukrainian Dock women's it. soccer team rolls up in fucking stretched limos with They weren't spinners. in it, but China's women's team was in it. Well, of course, because they're bred to play soccer. Well, just it's different than the countries you're used to seeing at the uh, Men's World Cup. Premier League's back next week. It's fucking great. We're, ramp- we're ramping up. We're back. We're back, baby. Simon, how was your week? How's the new house? That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, getting settled in. Um... What an exciting guy this guy is, huh? He's just a barrel of excitement. But he's, shooting flies with salt, he's like fired, just fired up. Simon, how's the new house? All his dreams. He's humble. There's still a lot, of, a lot of work to do, man. It's a uh, it's a home. There's never ending work. Yeah, no, but this house especially needs a lot of work. You got to go buy Kamar's mulcher. Get out there. And- <laughs> yeah, you, you want land to be no. You like the trees and stuff. Yeah, you don't want it to be all. No. <laughs> We're, we're the opposite of the mulcher. Taken out. Um, in, interestingly enough, so Jake Paul fought Nate Diaz this weekend. He won. Did you pay? You didn't pay to watch. No, it. no, I just watched the thing. But I did watch that documentary on um, Jake Paul. That's on Netflix. HBO Netflix. Oh or, yeah, it's an untold whatever. Yeah, I think you know so. those sports docs. Yeah, they won you over. And was it good? No, he. No, I hate him even more now. But I knew nothing about that backstory. I didn't know that him. I didn't know that he was on Disney. I didn't know where he came from. I didn't know that him and Logan like warred against each other. Oh yeah, that was that was the heyday. It's all. Um, what was the heyday? Yeah, it's just they were writing diss tracks. Yeah, yeah. The parents had to step in. Yeah, they're just <laughs> such. It's all so nerdy, and then to see him where he is now, where he's like, I don't know, just giant and covered in tattoos. It's just all so fucking like. It's so phony. The whole thing is so phony. Made baloney. you like him less. And you didn't. You had disdain for him already. I I liked him better when I had formulated my own opinion about his backstory. Now when you I know. now that I know, I'm just like, yeah, this is this seems like a psyop to me. And so it's n- nothing is better. Who is greater or better, um, Logan Paul or Jake Paul? I, I no. I mean, who knows, man? I don't. I don't care. That's all I want to talk about, Jake and Logan Paul, but. <laughs> who cares the guy that brought it up no I brought do, it up because I watched care? the documentary do you care at all about I, who's I worse I know you don't care but do you have an opinion on either of them on who's worse they're like Donald Trump's they're like young Donald Trump's that's how I see them just hateable you know what I mean yeah and everyone is probably cool at some point except for that George Janko okay what? so <laughs> that's another thing so I was watching him on some other Howie Mandel on Howie Mandel it's yeah weird how clips get around to people uh, who have nothing to do with it but anyways um Logan obviously like you put a lawyer up a know? restraining not a restraining muzzle NDA order on the yeah. guy like what are you worried about fuck uh, his empire crumbling yeah, when the lot, truth comes out. Oh, yeah. It's built on, on like fucking pipe cleaners and toothpicks, man. Uh, yeah, well, well, I have some more stuff about the social media scene for the post, Joe. And uh, then I finally got around to watching that whole Shulls interview. With the Nelk Boys. With the Nelk Boys. Because I had only seen the clips before. And when you see the whole interview, it comes off a little differently. I mean, it's still like pretty harsh, but. Oh, he likes Steiny now. No, I don't. Okay. I don't really hate that guy. But you went in not loving Andrew Schultz. I mean, this gave me way more um, 
respect for Schultz. You saw a side of Schultz you hadn't seen before. Well, yeah, at least he was going in and he's like... And trying to explain what he meant by what he was saying. Taking shit from these little punks, you know? Did you watch that video about J6 that I sent you? No, I couldn't open it. Well, that... Oh, that's the... Oh, no, no, sorry. That changes everything. J6 is the... um, The... uh, January 6th thing? Yeah, yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, Yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting, then. J6. Moving forward. Oh, that's what he meant by J6. I thought that was the director or something. No. I don't know. I think I might have tried stylized it. Stylized it. Uh, Have you heard of uh, simp? The term simp? Yeah. If I say something that you agree with, and you just say, based... I hate you right now. Have you heard of that? Have you heard of that? I hate you right now. It's so weird. What Um, does SIMP stand for? You never told me. It's an acronym and it stands for? um, Is it an acronym? I didn't know that. No, no. I heard someone say it in slang. I realized when I looked it up. Hold on. It's it's putting a woman on a pedestal. On a popsicle? But it's uh, something for mediocre pussy. Was the slang dirty one? Something, something, mediocre pussy. Well, you, Sometimes yeah. it's hard, man. But it's you've, really heard, you've hard. heard simp before. Yeah, of course, yeah. And base. In your, you have heard base. A of course, silly yeah. or foolish person. That's the definition of simp. And then in slang. That's correct. In slang, it's someone who does way too much for a person they like. A man who puts Replaced the per- hose before pussy. the bros. And a guy that is overly desperate for women, especially if she is a bad person or has expressed her disdain yeah, for him. Yeah. Chases yeah. after girls that treat him like shit. Yeah. It's based. <laughs> based. No, it's not based. Oh, yeah. The based God. It might be mid. <laughs> I hate fucking. <laughs> I'm just trying to speak the language. Um, how was your week, Matt? Uh, it was fine. Nothing to report. Place is looking good. Oh, thank is it, you. We're st- is it we're still in this room? Thank you for the fly gun. I, I was wondering if we were going to get down there. No, I just figured, fuck it. The only, Next week. The only solace I have is when you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get you in like Friday. And I was like, this is not going to be done on No, it was Friday. not done on Friday. Not even fucking close. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to go today. Not even Someone pulls off a miracle. Listen, you got to realize, I was I kept being fed false hope, too, where it was like... You know what I mean? You just see where jobs are at. Yeah. <laughs> like, what has to be done. No, it was crazy. Like, there's certain things where you're like, well, this won't take more than an hour. Like, yesterday, we had to put in three doors. No. And you're like, day. oh, this can't be. Yeah, it was a day. It was a full fucking day. And how can that be possible? Because it's just there. That's it. I'm like, why Why doesn't this just go in? Three screws. Boom, boom, boom. Nope. Carpenters are really cool. I wish I was a carpenter. You do. Everyone yeah. does. And I can do all my own shit. You can just do your own shit. I'm not terrible. Instead, I'm just a Jew. Well, no, but there's enough instruction you can do it. But then it comes out no, having like, just all the tools. You might... Need one tool for one job. And a lot of it is knowing how to do the thing. It's like... With YouTube now, Simon, it's pretty... Like, even Bill, even Bill, who's like a fucking expert, I was like, hey, I saw this on YouTube, and he was like, oh, that's actually a great little trick. There's a ton of stuff out there that... And with carpentry like that for yourself, it just costs you money Mm -hmm. if you fuck up wood. Yeah. That's the way you're going to learn, but... I see stuff that I'm like, I'm sure I could do more, more so than kicking a field goal or dude, the floor down there. I laid all that myself. Yeah. With your knees. 
Yes. On your knees? Yes. Bang, bang, bang. Nightmare. Yeah, it's the best, man. I had happy knees on, but whatever. Let's that's a man shit building your castle. That must have felt good. Oh my god! At the end of the day, I was so tired. Did you want to have like a cold uh, Budweiser Zero? No, I went and got Bud some Light, weed drinks. Obviously, Bud Light. no, <laughs> no weed drinks. Drink. Weed drinks. Weed drinks. Yes, CBD. Yeah, he, he a bunch broke. Of weed drinks. He broke his uh, alcohol fast just so he could have a couple of Bud Lights. Yeah, I I uh, I was watching that brushing stuff, and I did some brushing in uh, our neighbor's backyard. The weed whacker, pull my back. Do you watch yes. carpet cleaning videos too? Cool. Yes, I do. Of actually, yeah. yeah. The carpets are never worth saving. I find I, like they're. I agree. A lot of the okay. time, a lot of the time, I'm like, how much did someone spend to save this fucking and carpet? How long did you let it go for? Well, that too. What was it outside? <laughs> oh, I know. They, they're buried or something. I don't know. All right, well, let's do what we really do here. Or you want to go over the uh, guest list? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Uh, it was an interesting week this week, and uh, start off with country singer. Extraordinaire, 2015, Zach Bryan. You guys, I've heard any of his songs? Never one. Okay. I asked you outside if he was the guy who sung uh, right Not In My Town. Followed up by 2016, very interesting guest for us all to have, uh, Patrick Bet David, who came in to kiss the ring. Uh, and followed up by 2017, the return of Mr. Brian Cal. You don't think it is a return? Also there to kiss the ring. He did a fight companion, but he hasn't been back on the show yet. Yes, that's what it was. That was sad. So that's first appearance, getting confused. His first appearance on the show, that's solo guest. He, he was back? Well, he wasn't. He was, yeah. I don't even know if they were. Uh, Since whatever happened with happen. his getting yeah. canceled. I'm just saying, he said, had he been in was... Austin yet? And I felt like he had. And he had. He had been there for, uh, I he, think he was in the spaceship. He came and went. And probably, he probably went to I mean, I'm, what if they didn't let him in the bar or Shaw in the bar or something like that? Like the comics sorry, bar. Sorry, sir. We'll, oh, Mitzi's. Wait for me outside. Yeah. Um, and also, tag along, there was a uh, fight companion, but that came out today. So, yeah, we didn't have time to all binge listen to the four hour fight companion. We might cover it next week. Who I knows? saw some clips just desperately this morning. It's good to see Eddie back. That's nice. All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, rate Eddie's the week. Amazing. I think Eddie's his best friend. I don't think him and Eddie hang out at all. I don't think they have to. Okay. I think they're at that level. No, I think he has better friends. Mm. Matt, you want to weigh in on this? I don't know. I don't know, Joe. I'm not in that world. I'm wow. not going to weigh in on who I think his best friend his is. Yeah, you know what? What a stupid conversation. Fuck Joe Rogan. Let's go. His best friend oh, is whoa. someone he's never mentioned before. That's right. It's the guy he plays pool with. Behind the grew scenes. Up with. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Bravo. Uh, I give it a uh, three. Brian Callen, Bet David, and yeah, sure. I, you know what? We'll generously mirror that three. Anybody that you listen to on other platforms, it's a, it's a different experience. Because you listen to Patrick D- Bet David on his own platform. I listen to some of his stuff. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of his stuff. I find him better, much better on his own platform. I find him insufferable on Joe's platform. I'm gonna have to go with like a. Two point here it comes seven, two point six, maybe. Okay. I mean, have a woman on for Pete's sake, someone of color, a Jew. Come on, yeah, no, there's not enough. It's of been those. a long it's time true. since Brian a Jew Callen. has been on, not a Jew. He really, he really dumbed down the numbers since that guy did that video. He front loaded <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, Who, what video are you talking about? 
the video, the guy who was broke down how many Jews Joe had on. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes. Joe was that like, video, oh, yeah. Joe, yeah. Joe saw that and was like, oh, fuck that. Country. Sam, White Sam, country Sam, singers Sam. from now on. Jew heavy. Lean into it. Yeah. All right, let's get started, Kamar. Patrick Bet David. I'd say he's a uh, conservative. Hold on. Best part of this episode, when Joe inadvertently goes... When I meet a guy with a hyphenated last name, I'm like, what a fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. He's uh, like, yeah, I agree. I mean, I have a hyphenated <laughs> last name, but for everybody else. Fucking yeah. incredible. Listen, I, I didn't hate this podcast until he started being a simp. And the unrequited love for Joe Rogan and the <laughs> 1700 presence and the no, like... Act like you've been there Did before. He simp you, before the presence, or was the presence just no, no? He was semi simping the whole time because he just is like such a fanboy. And then the end was just like full on. You um, would have thought Joe was a guest on his podcast. Joe couldn't. Okay, you would have thought him. Joe was having his bar mitzvah <laughs> with the amount of gifts he gave that guy. But do you think if you went in a situation where Patrick Bet David was selling you, you'd get out without buying something? No, no, he's a good salesman. <laughs> like it's, Joe's definitely having trouble. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it's like an infectious energy he has that seems balanced and measured. Well, I do like that Joe was like, "Are you were you here? Are you here literally yeah. just <laughs> to tell me to have Donald Trump on?" And he was like, "No." He well, got really clearly it was yes. Man, that was that was weird. He uh, subsequently had. Good use of the word subsequently. Way to go! Did you just out loud bat pat yeah. back pat yourself? That's really cool. <laughs> uh, is it Yashvern Akvi? You guys don't know anything. Well, the one thing about this podcast is very political, but it's the Indian guy. But I think he was born in America. Okay. Yeah, obviously sure was because I think that's the name. Maybe I'm butchering it as I do with names. I didn't I, get I to work know. out during the Patreon shout out. No, no, no disrespect. <laughs> um, but he had a town hall with him. Like he wants Trump to be president and this guy to be vice president. Yes, or not be. I that now that that no. sounds like a that's, guy that's who that's ran for guy. our. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's ours. That's ours. Like, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> He's the leader of the NDP. I'm butchering it. I'm butchering it. <laughs> so say this again. He wants Trump to be president and Patrick Bet David to be no, vice no, president. No, and another this, guy, this guy. who okay. he thinks was Yasser Nakvi, but gotcha. isn't. Gotcha. Who's very well spoken and like Obama esque. Is he an Indian? Yes. He was the one who got Don Lemon fired. Okay. Because they were arguing over slavery and the, the, the problems people of color have. And he was trying to say, ah, I know what it's like to be a person of color. And Don was like, no, you don't. He meant being black in America. That experience, I suppose. Right. Anyways, back to Patrick Bet David. Uh, he is there to promote Trump and put down the Biden family. It seemed like that might have been his, yeah. And become best friends with Joe. Come on. That was his main purpose, to be on the no, show. No, no. I think when he went on, they were, he already thought they were best friends. I, but I think, I, He really wanted to cement that friendship. But I think about... I he think, had it down... Joe, we've hung out, what, three, four times? 20 hours, 21 hours, 20, 20 hours, <laughs> 0.75 minutes? I don't know. I mean, I'm not keeping a count. Worse than God's side? It was so reminiscent of worse God's Sad. than God's Sad. Uh, I, I mean, I'd have worse. to re-listen. I thought it was pretty fucking bad. But I think I think with both God and Patrick, it's like an Arab thing. To gush over or someone you admire, you love, you respect. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's like, you know. 
Um, it's funny though because Patrick Bet David will always he always seems like he's posing a question, but then just goes on to answer he know, himself. Well, he knows what he's going to say. Yeah, but he never even lets. He's like, it's a very I'd weird way to, to run get a conversation. Your yeah, on this. he does it's that sales. all the yeah. time, and, and then, then he tells sets up you the parameters, and then he he makes you. And by that time, you forgot for what him. the question was. Um, but yeah, so it's conceivable that Joe Biden could be worse than Trump as far as corruption goes. I mean, by the sounds of it, could be, yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot more shady shit than Trump has. The problem is this, is we never, we the public, all the corruption never comes out. Well, it's not, it's not on us either because we're Canadians. So like no, of course not. A, yeah. a window or something. But like the, the 61 guys lying about it being Rus- Russian disinformation, all this stuff, like it's overwhelming evidence of, Corruption. I think they said something on this podcast, and I think we've echoed it before. Um, the left became everything they hated to get rid of Trump. It didn't which matter. Is, which is the, the it's counterproductive. It didn't like matter it the links that they needed to go to. It, no, I think that was all. It just became so. Well, whatever it was, the last time we really experienced it would be George Bush. Like yeah. the left's vigil, which I was on the left, right? Be- because of <laughs> the, weapons of mass destruction, you mean? Uh, and it was just the, the his dad and the wars. It was, I didn't. I knew much less about a topic that I, I should know. I don't about. think it was anywhere close. Was I don't you- think anybody was like um, uh, going against their morals to get rid of. You, you know what I mean? If well, you no, want to talk about a potentially stolen election. The that's, hanging chat. That's gotta be. His brother was the governor of Florida. And, like and what, and what 9/11. happened? What happened with what limited media there was, and it was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, just at the most time. people didn't know. Of I course, think, what the hell was, we was, also was, think about it too. You didn't know who Dick Cheney was, and that's really important, uh, right? I knew Dick Cheney was because he told someone to fuck off, and um, I didn't oh, there know goes who, our YouTube. I didn't know who Dick Cheney was. Well, I didn't know who he, he was, was in he office. It. Sure, but, but that goes after the fact that, that know that goes more to my point. What was that going on? George Bush, the, George Bush gets into office through these hanging chads and this fucking Florida recount, and then he's just a fucking bumbling idiot. But Dick Cheney's running the country through Halliburton. Nine Eleven happens. Nine Eleven. If you really want to talk about all this, like, uh, like all, everything we see now is truly because of Nine Eleven. Like all the like the loss of freedoms and the that all started with Nine Eleven. Like COVID, the TSA specifically, just all the things we do at the airport that are now just there was a feeling for the first two years after like this will go away are just norms. Dude, one person put a bomb in their shoes, and you forever have to take your shoes off at the airport. And, and there was a time in life we think stuff would be put in, and this stuff would be put out. Either it way, always, it was always a temporary measure. I think there is a concerted effort. It's funny because he mentioned BlackRock. I think there's a concerted effort to make people not fly right now anyway. They want to tank the airline industry. Seems Why? that way. Well, I don't know. You guys keep talking about those 15-minute cities and how they don't want anyone going anywhere. Well, they're building one. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia. Apparently. I saw a BBC uh, documentary about it, and they had Osama bin... Mohammed, 
MBS. No, that's not his name. Him. And he speaks perfect English. Well, of course. He was, I think he was fucking educated at like Oxford or something. After, um, but sometimes he'll, he'll talk like Putin. I guess Putin speaks perfect English too. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, back to mainstream media. Like, are they, are they lying or are they just telling a, uh, or crochet truth? Because it's one or the other. No, they're lying. Because when you watch Fox versus CNN, it's two completely different truths. That's all. So that's impossible. The but them taking out the, the truths they want to use in each situation. Well, look, we saw it with Joe, where the ivermectin thing was the perfect example of it's not quite, it's not a lie. It, that's what I'm saying. You that's couldn't, saying. you it's can't say, you can't say that what they said was a lie mm-hmm. because ivermectin is used as a horse paste. So look, I think it's pretty obvious now when we find out that like, Every single social media site was compromised by the CIA or the FBI or the government wanting information of any sort. That was definitely happening. They were definitely deciding what was going to be let through. That was on social media owned by like young people. Okay. Uh, mainstream media is owned by old cronies who are 1000% in the pockets or part of the system of the, like, of course they were doing a black rock. Yes. Vanguard. Yes. These names you're saying, which we'll get, we'll get to who own. I mean, it's either them or some media tycoon, um, some billionaire, right. Who wants a platform so we can talk. It's so funny. They're talking like, we can't ever, we can't ever let that happen. And then, that's all we plan. Then they say Elon and they fail to mention that that's exactly like when he does it, it's to give freedom to the people. But when another billionaire does it, it's because they want a platform to get their voice out. Why is it different for him? Because of a narrative like yeah. that's really all it is. He's he's a master um, uh, storyteller, Elon Musk. That's kind of what made him so great. I think he's but able you- to like. Make people believe in his story. You know the media. You know the media's fucked because for a long time people got super rich off the media, and then now we're in a position where all the richest people in the world want to own the media. Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post. Elon Musk bought Twitter for double its fucking value. Rupert Murdoch, like one could say, Jeff Bezos made the same mistake. What do you mean made the same mistake? I think uh, Washington Post. Lost a hundred million dollars last year. Doesn't matter. He gives. He doesn't give two hot shits. I know. I'm just saying. It's not a business. No. Um, It's not a money making endeavor. It's influence. Yeah. But I don't see, like, um, Kamar. It's the same reason they tell you they're like you don't if you don't recycle you're a piece of garbage who doesn't care about the environment and then meanwhile they're like I'm going to take this rocket up to space and burn jet fuel the whole fucking way up and you're like, well wait a minute. But he mentioned Larry Fink. Yeah. And he was saying that uh, aside from um, China and America, they have the most money. Yeah. In in control. But I also, I bet there's fucking 10 people you've never heard of. 10 names that you've never, like Larry Fink is one we know. Ken Griffin is one we know, but I bet you there's 10 people. Who you've, whose names you've never heard and whose faces you've never seen. I urge anyone to watch him. I like the, I think the uh, Sorkin or someone, New York Times, you know, with the industry leaders at his like, A, it's evil because it's sheer capitalism, but his confidence, like there's no like, uh, 
um, doubt in when he talks about the ideas they're implementing and, and what's going to happen. Like he, he's not worried about losing his job. Yeah, or yeah. Like this all not working out. I think we're all under like this false impression that <clears throat> great men built modern America. You know what I mean? I think it was some pretty shady individuals who. Uh, I, I don't well, mean the founding all, fathers. I normal mean, like, men built modern America. Like what I mean is like your everyday person built the railroads, built the buildings, oh, built no, the yeah. infrastructure. That that's not what I mean. Okay. I mean, I guess mold is a better sure. word. Like all the textbooks that are used in the United States, you know what I mean? Who made, who made and designed those textbooks? You have any idea? The Ukraine, the uh, Vanderbilts, the Robert Maxwell, Maxwell. That's what I meant to say. A horrible <laughs> dude. No, but I'm just saying, and we take it for granted, right? Like, Oh yeah, this is what our kids learn. It was evil men who were molding a modern society to their needs. Why are they evil? Why are they evil? I don't know what makes somebody evil. Why was Robert Maxwell evil? Yeah. I He wasn't a very good guy. But did he make lots of jobs? <laughs> it's um, sort of weird. But what is evil? Like, if um, he tortured children... I think he probably tortured children. Oh, that's evil. His uh, daughter ended up being the biggest torturer of children, so... What's her name? Something lame. Oh, there you oh go. that's the Maxwell we're Holy talking shit, about. Holy man. Second, Why would I care otherwise? Second, he started the education system. With the Rockefellers. With but the Rockefellers. he was a printer, a printing guy. So he got all the um, contracts. contracts to do all the, the books. So together, him and whoever um formulated what your children will learn like when was the last time that they changed curriculum well is, schools, didn't they form you know? what we learned yes that's what he's saying well we are you Canadian. You, you, but you said your children oh not our education system i don't know who did our our curriculum sorry or curriculum rather it's got it's i assume it's much the same just with canadian history yeah i have no idea like it's all standardized across north america right other is than it? the history yeah really Yep. Yeah. Math surprising. is standardized. Um, like everything other than history. How can because math not be? Other than history, because your history country to country varies. So we're mm. not going to learn like in, in Canadian schools, you don't learn about American history. We're just or in Canadian it. history. Well, no, but for <laughs> sure, curriculums <laughs> are different. Like I bet if you go to the States, they have uh, courses that you've never even heard of here, you know? I mean, yes and no. Listen, the, the U.S. edition is different somewhere. It's no, I don't mean like math courses. I mean like science, you, math. Those are all standardized across North America. The maths and the sciences. English, probably. I don't know if sciences are, really. Why? What would be different from country, from like Canada to the U.S.? Well, I mean, it definitely differs from like a Catholic school to a non-Catholic school, right? Okay. Well, science. That's interesting. If you don't believe in evolution, how are you going to teach about dinosaurs? You got us. You got us, buddy. Okay. Sure. sure. (laughs) So math is the same across the board, though. No matter where you go. Um, so he thinks Gavin Newsom is about to make a play. I mean, I know you guys don't care. But well, do I, you? Do I care? Well, if, I just if he does what he said he thinks he's gonna do and slides in there, I'll be is like, he the Flo- he's the Florida? No, um, he's California. Uh, California. The governor of California. Who looks just like the guy. To be that guy out of any Batman movie you've seen. Kamar, I only asked because you said it like 20 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. You were like, we were, we're Canadian. That's been really hitting me a lot lately where I'm like, 
Like when we talk about their politics or like who we would vote for, like even when you're like, well, I'd vote for Donald Trump. We don't live there. So we can't even No, but no, forget the, forget the importance. We don't know the day to day life of an American. So we don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say, I I can't say definitively like, well, if Donald Trump was in power, this would be different. I don't know. I'm not there. I would look at it like I can see the mechanism in play and he predicted it. So he's got a good sense. If it doesn't happen at all, no loss to anyone. Uh, Do you think Trump is going to win? Yeah, for sure. 2020. I would say yesterday he's going to win while he's in jail. That'd be just the craziest thing ever. Oh, that'd be wild. Um, Who was it? Someone was arguing with Michael Malice. Oh, it was Roseanne. But anyways, that there will not be an election. How so? Something will happen. And he argued back there were elections during like the wars. Like there's always elections. There'd be no way that we have to postpone the election because something so crazy is happening. But she she bet him, I think, a, a grand. She bet him that there will be no election. There will be no election. No. That's so not so that's, the, that's the outer, outer rim. Um, I think Donald Trump will be reelected. All, I also say do it. Just he can only run one more time. He can only. My qualm is just the 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 complaining and stuff. Because I mean, in in Patrick Betts David's eyes, he's done nothing wrong and well, he's re- doing a good job. Remember what I said many episodes ago. Um, it's just crazy to say Trump's done nothing wrong. That's insane. No, as president, like he didn't make the world a worse place. I'm not. I don't he, think. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that, but other presidents have, and maybe this one is right now. Just hear me out. What I'm saying is the, like you talk about Biden and his son and like shady business dealings. Trump had those Kushner was in there when he absolutely shouldn't have been. I'm just saying, as far as corruption goes, they all fucking do it. Trump was guilty of it. But Joe brought it up. It's there's, it's, uh, I've never seen him for the demonization of Trump. Like I get why you can't like him. He's, he's, it's like the Pauls. It's like Conor McGregor. You know, he's you're just, pretty- he's such a douche. People want to hate him, but he's 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 hated more than he he deserved to be by what he's done so far. We also forget. You know, we were just talking about it two minutes ago. Past misgivings, whatever. We were talking about it two minutes ago. All of these fucking media companies are owned by billionaires. They all rub elbows with each other. Trump is a fucking has been an asshole for thirty plus years. Do you think? Just hear me out. Do you think there's a chance that maybe at a party? He was a total dick multiple times to multiple people high up in the media. It could be, or clearly it is. I'm just saying that like. But Trump over time has come out more right. Correct. Doesn't matter. What what matters then? Well, no, what I'm saying is if you're, if you're deep on the left, do you even know about that? Do you care? Do you ever hear about it? Oh, I don't know about influencing what. No, but my point, this matters, Kamar, because Trump people, he can't do any wrong anyway. So even if they found, even if it came out that he was like fucking a kid on Epstein Island, they'd be like, nope, it's bullshit. No, yeah, like, dude, they get a video of him. They get a video of him with a driver's license out and today's newspaper being like, I am Donald Trump. Today is, I I think that was not me on that island. (laughs) Exactly. My point though, I thought it was an adult. It was a great island. My point though is old looking baby. My point remains like people in the middle who are reading all of this or looking for it. I agree. They may sway and go, yeah, Donald Trump, like. Not that bad, but the people that are far, far on the left, they're never going to hear about this. They don't care anyway. They're just like the Trump people that are like. But those people have been wrong. Yeah, and they don't care. The way. But they don't care. It's sort of like Jim Gaffigan is what I think of in my head. 
as the opposite of Patrick by David, which would be crazy to have those guys both on at the same time. No, but time. it was insane listening to Gaff again, where he's still talking about like Russia again. And you're like, retard, they prove that wrong. Yeah. Like, what do we well, have to what, what do we have to do here? No. Say he's an asshole, say he's ugly, say his hair is terrible and he's orange and he has tiny hands and a a, a minuscule dick, but like you can't say it's Russian collusion anymore. No, it's, and if that's what you're banking on, then you're so misinformed. It's history is misinformation. But that's the whole thing with Trump, right? Like, if he wasn't such a piece of shit, then we are not having this conversation. He's just a good president. Maybe he's got to be that guy. No, you don't have to be that guy. That's the whole point. Well, if, I don't know. if he took I, I his same in, ideas in politics, in politics. about cleaning the swamp and doing everything right and fighting the establishment, but he, but he didn't was do that. a really nice guy. But hold on, he Everybody didn't do that. Everybody would vote for him. what they do. I know. I don't know what, these are politicians, Matt. Okay. And I'm offended. Okay. But he's saying Fine. they have to do something. It's what they say. All I'm saying is this. He did not clean the swamp. The, he might have been anti-establishment. I think that's kind of... I, think I mean, that's, he uh, he went to war with the... Um, yeah, the CIA and the Everybody FBI. wishes that's, he built the wall. That's the start yeah. of cleaning the swamp. Like, that's what he tried to do. And then it's. I think you get in there and you see... Like, I'm waging a war against the whole entire rest of the government. I'm just saying, Simon, you have, when you become president, you are completely in control of who you bring in. Right? Yeah, but no, you No, no, hear me out. Wait, yeah. just not the CIA and the FBI, but I mean, as far as His your team. your, your team, team, your cabinet, I don't know what they call it in the, in the States, but that's your, he fired all of them two times over and then went to war with all of them, calling them pieces of shit. I'm just saying that. Even the people he picked to clean the swamp, he then went to war against them. His own vice president, he was ready to have people like, hey. <laughs> like I, again, like, I, hear me out, hear me out. Even if you think January 6th was uh, a totally staged insurrection, that's fine. Kamara, I'm sitting here saying, if I agree with that 100%, you still have to agree that Donald Trump didn't know it was staged and he was very, uh, I'm not saying he incited them, but he was very nonplussed about it. Like when they were like, we're looking for Mike Pence to hang him. He was like, yeah, maybe they do. <laughs> he, he, he was not, he's not anti it, but footage shows they stormed That's before fine. his speech was okay. done. That's fine. My point remains that Trump doesn't know that this is a fucking staged FBI thing. He, uh, that, uh, in real time. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is he makes no effort. I'm just saying if he really cared about those people down there, which is the whole deal, they're his people. He could have gone down there in a fucking armed motorcade and said, don't do this. Don't go in there. That would have been so badass, man. That would have been badass. That truth for me, if he had done that, and that also, would have changed if, my opinion. If of the him. thing was really as bad as it was, it wouldn't be just over two hours. It would have been a disaster. Well, well more was, than it was, one it was, it was an amazing performance. If you ever watch the video, it'll, it'll, it'll shake you. The amount when they're rushing the uh, stairs, the amount of two by fours, and fire extinguishers that are just lying around. It's <laughs> insane. Like, it's insane. It's so its so weird. There's like 900 angles. Like I, come on, listen. I'm, I'm not saying I disagree, dude. During but, but I remember when I was watching this, because you were like, yeah, these people. And I was like, yeah, blown away. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe they rioted and did this. And then when I see that everyone who's rioting had a radio, an earpiece, it was it's Kamar, really something. do you remember during the the george floyd riots they had so many videos of like weirdly dressed white guys dropping off pallets of bricks like yes, a block yes, away yes, from yes yeah and at the yes. time we were like this kind of stinks doesn't it? it seems weird that every like peaceful protest 
they tend to drop off a pallet of bricks and like I it's it's what do we call it? Provocateurs, agent yeah. provocateur or motivation provocateur. I don't know if they're actual sworn in agents, but there there were a lot of people that were following some sort of instruction. Um, Look, Kamara, I have a problem. What, sorry, okay, no, no, no. I, I was going to say what I was going to say earlier was that Trump, uh, or sorry, Biden. You can see his own party is starting to turn on him now. Yeah, which is exactly what I said would happen, and then you know the rest. Michelle Kamala. Oh, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama would be, that'd be like... Uh, she could beat Trump. Another season of Vanderpump Rules came out or something. She could beat Trump. That's a person I could see beating Trump. Speaking of, uh, I'll say for the record, if Tucker Carlson goes into a, as a politician, I'm just out. I'm just out of everything. It's not that I'm in now. But and I'm what's like, the difference between him doing that and Zelensky? That's the same thing, right? If Zelensky... Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess is, but... like it, it would be like... I would, he would lose any credibility for you. Like he's not I trying to fight the him. establishment yeah, anymore. He, whatever his ideas are, he, he, he is who he is, but he d- doesn't want power. But that's weird. Doesn't it seem to you like Tucker Carlson was always going to end up in politics? Well, no. And maybe if you're, maybe I don't think any reporter, that's like if the you're, worst thing. But Although you think he was a reporter? Like if you really go back and Journalist, look. whatever, debater. Yeah, I think debater. Yes, he more. was in politics. He did debate politics. So That's what I'm saying. But, leaning, it, but I, it felt more like he was leaning into politics than, or couldn't, I don't know. Either way, did you see that he was on Russell Brand? He'll probably be on Joe soon. Yes, yes, I did see that. I, what I was going to say is back, because they talk about the founding fathers and the documents. I think those guys were like 27. Or in the 30s. Maybe. Yeah, but back then that was like being like 56. We wonder if it was. We want, but still, it was a young, vibrant mind. And well, they were starting a new country. It was, uh... but it, it, it's a good document, I guess, as the Americans would say. It's all we got. Um, well, we don't got it. it. We we do this show, so we have to listen to every episode. Admittedly, we wouldn't listen to every one. Would you tune in for the Trump one if you didn't have to? Yes, you. I I would, but you know, I know you know in your heart of hearts it will not be good. You you know know, that. I don't. I have zero idea how that would go. Yeah, I don't know what Joe would ask. I would be so curious. I think it could be a huge risk for Joe. I would know it's a huge risk for Trump. No, it isn't. I disagree with you. Trump's made it. I think if Joe made him look self look stupid with Trump, I don't know how that would happen. Like. Hypothetically, you know, Diablo Avocado. No, I think by having him on, he clearly is like drawing a line where he'll lose. Some Dude, of wouldn't his it be incredible if Trump, Trump went on? I mean, Joe. You, and, but you still think Trump has more to lose by going on Joe than I Joe. just, who knows? Like, you get into a conversation. No, it's not live. So it's, it, who cares, right? Like, he can edit out anything he doesn't like. It's, Imagine Trump goes on and gets high. Start saying wild shit. That would be so fucking crazy if he smoked a joint. Is this the weed the black? No, he smoke? doesn't even. Uh, he's a teetoler. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the, it, that's one of the interesting points Patrick Bet David made about him is that uh, a lot of rich kids because that's the first knock against him is your dad gave you all your money. You just become a squandering. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want you. We can get into how he went about his business deals, but he did the most harder earning American way there is in New York City. Let me ask you a question. Do you truly believe that more than 50% of rich kids end up being total fuck-ups? 
Or do you think they end up taking over their parents' company and being... So what percentage of rich kids do I think is successful? Because there's an old saying, the first generation builds it, the second generation makes it better, and the third generation ruins it. Well, Patrick Davis said that he could only trace like one. They kept it seven generations and the rest squandered. But that was my point. Is like the, my, my point is this, is if, you're, if your parents build a, a huge conglomerate worth billions of dollars, you are the first in line. You might grow up. I doubt it. I would die. I'd be the. I don't know. But think shot. about it. No, because what if you make it 30 there years? There are so many, though. Hear me out. What if you live 30 years, a normal life, and then your parents have money? That, I think that's a better situation to come into, I think, for everybody. And I also, because I agree, there are, listen, I don't know how you end up being born into a family that's worth billions of dollars and not end up being a little useless. But I I have a tough time believing that it's like all of them. There's something in just an individual that wants to succeed, but I'd say a lot of them, it's almost a disability. And we're talking super rich. But I think the disability too could lie in... Um, if your dad's a billionaire, how can you ever? If your dad's a billionaire, you never have to work again. No, I know, but let's Unless say you he want. Remembered you existed and cut you off. But let's say you're a driven person. You want to be successful. If your dad's a billionaire, you might always feel inadequate. There are successful offspring. Does that make sense, Simon? No, it does. It wouldn't for me. Like having that kind of um, safety net, I would just. You don't think you have I would to. utilize the safety. I would <laughs> sure. like the go discipline. and do what made me happy. I appreciate Why grind it fucking out? Like you're on this planet for such a short period of time. It's not like nobody's taking that money with them. You know, I read a great thread the other day about, um, there was a discussion about how there's a lot of rich kids end up in art because they have the freedom to do yeah, whatever they want. That makes sense. And this or person, their parents are CIA. Sure. And this person wrote a great, they said, Listen, at the end of the day, I think what it shows you is that humans, by and large, given the ability to do whatever they want, will just gravitate towards the arts. That the only reason we do creativity, the only reason we do shitty jobs is because the bills are due and rent is due. Other than that, it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with being born rich or poor. It's that given given the means to do what you want, you're probably going to glad you brought that up because Hunter is an artist. And you know, like I've had disdain for him. Makes total sense. Out of a weird, like it's almost like the comedy, like jealous of someone else parting. Well, I was just gonna say he seems like right up your alley. Like I bet if you met him, I wonder if he's just the best ever. Because, like, you know what I picture? I picture Kamar meeting him at like a party, not knowing it's Hunter Biden. Like, there's a world where Kamar has never seen Hunter Biden's face. This guy pulls out a baggie. We're they blood have a brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like step brothers. Did we just become best I got friends? Hep C. Yeah. It's um, buying his art. That's what I'm saying. I think it's great. They're Eskimo brothers from the same street prostitute. <laughs> um, Rob Lowe was on Two Bears One Cave with just Bert. I, I, saw, I saw that. Yeah, it was way better than Joe's. Even though Bert's insufferable, about he talking was about on himself. Joe. Rob, Rob Lowe, Lowe was. Yeah, Rob, Rob Lowe was. I don't even remember. And just didn't get into some of the things that uh, Bert was able to elicit from him. It's just funny to watch Two Bears in One Cave when Tom is by himself and then when Bert is by himself. It's oh, like... I wish we had one of those. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> if we had a, an offshoot podcast. That was weird when one of us... Uh, um, they talked about trans. And for me now... Fats? Trans people, the oh, trans, trans fats, yeah. the, the the accelerated percentages of 
trans over the years. Um, well, the weird thing was they did this thing where they were like, look at the look at the rate of gay people. They were like, in 1920s, it's 2%. In the 1940s, it's 4%. In the 1980s, it's 6%. And they're like, and now it's 10%. And I, I kind of thought, I was like, that just seems like people are becoming more open to people becoming gay. Yeah, I don't think it's a valuable statistic, but just in the argument, I say it, the especially just the irre- irreversible procedures, it's like a tattoo. We don't let like a kid get a tattoo. And that, that's it. I don't I don't have to say I don't have to argue with you. Why do you care? Well, it's can I just, play Diablo Avocado? Of course. Your kid would never be your kid would never be so depressed about not getting a tattoo that it would want to kill itself. But it would also kill itself if it made a decision when it was too young and then I'm not disagreeing I with mean, that either. I, I'm just playing again, Diablo your Avocado. Your kid could here. come to you and be like, Look, I really want to I don't fucking know squirrel suit dive and yeah. i feel like it's my calling and without it i'm like you know you don't let kids make those decisions we never did i understand right or wrong we never did and then all of a sudden on this one topic we're willing to bend and i'm not saying we shouldn't bend i'm saying it deserves to have a whole convert you know what i'm it saying you can't be just shunned as this a, one yeah. thing can't yeah um i agree change the the norm without having a discussion about it i said diablo avocado mm-hmm. yeah yeah no no i'm just i'm, I'm stating my opinion again i am Advocate sure i'm positive that there are people who for whatever reason feel wrong in their bodies um that doesn't mean though that every case is like the same yeah I it agree. doesn't mean that all the people who are involved in this have the same motives like it never is with anything. But there's a they. I mean, you're going to have to be more specific. Like, just there. for example, um, talking about having um, Hunter on. Uh-huh. And he was like, uh, they, I spoke to them that they wanted, it wasn't him. Like well, who's it's his camp. You can't I, I have Hunter on. Is he, is, is Joe stupid? He, he could have had him on when no, he No, but you can't it. have a conversation with somebody when we know that they're guilty and you're not going to ask the question. I agree. Well, it's how do you stupid. think I felt when he was on Mark Maron? Don't fucking bother. There's no point in having him on. You can't like that does yourself a disservice. It does us a disservice. Why? It's like having Jeffrey Epstein's former chef on and not asking him one single question. It's like question. having Jeffrey Epstein on and only talking about like the scientists he knows. Yeah. You can't don't have him on. If you're not going to ask the questions, don't have him on. But again, he actually had Jeffrey Epstein's former chef on and didn't ask him a single Jeffrey Epstein yeah. question. So yeah, I mean, maybe he didn't know. But so you mean like Joe couldn't. I don't think Joe is in the lane to say, so what did you do at Burisma? What did they pay you to do? I don't think you could ask that question anyways. Well, well first of all, the scandal. there's an ongoing legal battle right now, right? So they right now he couldn't interview him anyway. Same exactly. thing with Trump. Trump would just like, I plead the fifth on a lot It of was stuff. such a softball when Hunter Biden was on um, Mark Maron. I mean, does that surprise you? Remember when Obama was on Mark Maron? Yeah, but everyone loved him at the time. It, it wasn't a time. No, to, I'm saying he didn't ask one fucking question that wasn't a slow pitch over slow pitch over the plate. But hold on, are we really like we're holding Mark Marin 
to some sort of weird journalistic standard. Well, where I he think has if to, you're going to pull these like important people and they're the only podcast that they're going on. Yeah. I would expect that you're not just going to be another cog in the machine of like, my duplicity. point. Hold on. Ooh, my, that's good. Eh? My point is very simply that Mark Maron, who normally has like comedians on to talk about like funny stories. Well, same with Joe Rogan. No, because Joe has, I would say 50% of the guests he has on are there to talk about like serious endeavors. I'd agree with that. No. I don't even know what we're arguing. More and here, we're hold on. And Joe does this weird thing where certain guests he will press ad nauseum and other guests he's just like going to give a total Yeah, I to. mean, I wonder if it has to do with like pregame. Um, he's hitting the smelling salts and that's fucking. No, no, no. I mean like people who ask not to talk about certain things or maybe things happen in editing and we, maybe Joe did ask the question and then we never see it because it gets edited out that the person oh wow that's a nice little out well no i mean i don't want to stand up for joe but i guess that could be possible i think he'd be hard pressed to push back against patrick david makes a case he he doesn't he doesn't just say something well yeah so it's hard to push back on here's Um, what i I want to say this i think in order for you to be a politician the prerequisite 100 percent across the board has to be uh a lawyer Yes, I think that's, that's non that's non I... non negotiable. <laughs> like Gad Sad said it last week. He was like, "What I don't like are politicians who haven't really done anything. They don't have a background in anything. They're just lifetime politicians." I think like this is how I look at it. If you're a politician, you're probably at some point going to be charged with changing or making a law. And if you don't have a law background, you should have no business changing or making laws. It should be that fucking because at that point now, a lawyer is telling you. Yeah, you then have it's you have a telephone. you have a go between. Whereas you you have to if you know the law intricately, then you know how. So you're saying only lawyers should be in general. Yeah, or if you want to be a politician, go get a fucking go past the bar, understand how the law works. Hmm. Interesting, but it's very also interesting. Um, bleeding over into the Brian Callen episode because he said it. The bench. Um, if you want democracy, it's not a hundred. Um, Harvard graduates, professors, the first thousand names in, in the, the Boston phone book. Yeah. So you just can't. It's it's not designed to have one class doing something. Politics, that is. <laughs> yeah, but it's I mean, lawyers. keep in mind, there was probably a time where every Harvard professor was just a normal person. I, I think most politicians are lawyers. Still, that being said. Yeah, I agree. Most of them probably do have that law background, but like our current prime minister was a bouncer and a kindergarten teacher. I think most... Um, Snowboard instructor, he never bounced. Oh, by the way. Drama teacher. He's definitely coming out as gay. He just divorced his wife. Yeah, well, there goes the post job. They're separated. I mean, I, I'm, it's so weird as Canadians. Like, if this happened in America, this would be huge. Oh, yeah, you can't get a divorce as a... But here it's so like, uh, we shouldn't really talk about it. You think he's going to come out as gay? Of course. Doesn't that make total sense? To win the next election. Am I am I crazy in saying much. this? That'd be too much for Canada to take. We're not that open-minded. Oh my God, that would be so interesting. Do you not think he immediately wins the next election if he comes out as gay? I've been in the closet for the last 30 years. Now I'm living my real life. This is my husband. They got the flag oh. up behind them. They're holding hands. It makes you feel like I'm such a bad person. The then it's perfect. Then it's perfect. We me. elected a gay prime minister without knowing it chef's kiss well that's the whole thing with um 
Uh, <laughs> Pierre Polyev leaks a sex tape of him getting tagged team by two guys just to just even to compete. The score. Yeah. Look, I did it too. <laughs> yeah. Canadian politics are getting ugly. <laughs> Big love. He gets into office and then says, "Oh, by yeah. the way, I'm yeah. a poly- polygamist. Exactly. Here's all my wives, yeah. and everybody's so pissed." Mm-hmm. Either way, back to back to bed, David. It's, I apologize. It, we will, yeah, we will, we'll we'll get back to Trudeau for the post show. This is one other question I want to ask. Um, then uh, he started interviewing, but Joe was able to wrestle the uh, podcast back and got him to talk about uh, the uh, ESG. Is that right? I talked. I tried to talk about it uh, a couple weeks ago, but the scores that uh, these huge investment companies that Larry Fink run. Of all the money and all the say, to a, a crazy degree, in that he was saying he has more power than a president. I truly believe that if you put a dollar in the stock market, you're fucking nuts. I know that sounds crazy because that's how people grow their wealth. But you forget that sometimes, don't you? I haven't put a dollar in the stock market since GME. I cash out at AMC and that was it. I got out. Unless you have all the money. But they I just, control 80% of CEOs. Yeah, that's and that's a problem. What a ridiculous number! Is that not some sort of monopoly? Like, well, that's what Patrick Bed David yeah, said it was. Yeah. Well, um, he did a weird thing though, where he was like, because fifty six percent of people use iPhones, they have a monopoly. And well, I was that like, was weird. I was like, that's not how a monopoly that's not works. How that works. Yeah. They, there's more than enough cell phone options out there. Apple yeah, isn't. They just own market share. That's not. That's not a monopoly. A no. monopoly is when you own. the If same Apple went out and bought, if Apple went out and bought all the companies that sell phones, that's then right. they have a monopoly. That's but right, right now, you have your fucking. You have so many phone choices. Boom, push back, Patrick. Med but David. in his defense, I believe that most of America is built on. Um, Go on. What we were just talking about. In his defense, uh, on, monopolies. No, on monopolies. Oh, yeah, sure. For sure. Like, look, when you look at the, you know, when you see who owns Coke and this and that, it, like Kamar's saying, it all comes back to four companies. Well, he said there are five defense contractors. I don't know if that that, that makes sense or there should be a thousand defense Well, BlackRock owns three of the five, so. Well, Kamar, <laughs> the problem is, is if there's only five, then the U.S. taxpayer is getting fucked left, right, and center because there is no low bid. They're going to have their bread collusions scammed just like the grocery stores. As I've said, um, I think it is was a re- retaliation to what happened in 2008. What, when they stole all of our money? To try and to try to separate the corporations by we're doing this much good rating these companies on what they do, but then he brought up that Philip Morris gets an A, and Elon Musk gets like a C or something. And then what are we doing here? Like a, they say a purveyor it, of death, yeah. And they talk about it in this the Bud Light thing is the most telling thing of of all, like exposing um, companies just saying what they think they should say to make people happy and not believing it whatsoever. It's not, it wasn't a uh, everyone, uh, Budweiser, the whole family just wants to get behind trans people. They're like, go trans, that'll get us uh, 5% more of the market share. And Listen, I don't like to see like 
it's I don't like to see that happen, but they kind of get for the record. They kind of got what they deserved, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, if, if, it's oh, nice oh, to see some come up, and this is all nothing, companies that do that. This and do is, anything. Yeah, exactly. And towards but, what they're pushing should. But this is my get point. Is I was going to say not re- like there's certain companies. If Dove comes out and is like we're pro trans, you don't really give a fuck. Fine. You know what I mean? You're like yeah, but. If like a no, when it's like blatantly a, against your company's character. If like a snuff chewing tobacco company came out and was like, "We're pro gay and trans," like yeah, I could see why they would lose some market share because people. That's not your read the room is what I'm saying, Kamar. Mm-hmm. Right, like there are there's multiple companies where if they if like the NFL to me is one where we're, I'm like I don't fucking buy it. Where they're like it's Pride Month in the NFL, you're like you guys wouldn't all, yeah. How many gay players have? Openly come out in the NFL, like well, come on, it's you... coming, it's coming. Not to Patrick De- Bet David's uh, numbers, but I obviously they have to support. What would you call it? Uh, Simon called it many years ago. TMP, too much philanthropy. Yeah, but yeah. Kamar isn't that a good example though? Like the NFL gets away with it. I think uh, most companies get away with it. This no, well, is just a, a very instance that it was like... Well, they get away with it until they don't get away with it. And I, it's the public that decides it. What I'm saying, though, is you would think that the NFL and Bud Light, that Venn diagram is like pretty big in the middle, right? Like they have a lot of crossover fans. They do. If the NFL came out and was hey, like... I like what you do their crossover. Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. You know, the NFL wouldn't fucking lose 25% of its you know, share price overnight. It would remain the NFL. So it's weird that Bud Light specifically, like, and again, I guess what Kamar is saying is it seems manufactured. Like, that got a lot of fucking airtime. Yeah, it seems like it's... Uh... It was supposed to go the other... There's supposed to be some uh, pushback, but that we, people just order Bud Light more. Like, that. sometimes how they but even orchestrate that, that. Here's the weird thing. Like, we heard Joe say, yeah, they lost, like, X amount of... I don't uh, like when anyone says market cap, because that means nothing to me. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you watched all these people shooting Bud Light cans, I think sales were probably actually up around the time of Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, they spiked for them to buy them to destroy them. I still drink Bud Light, though. Just just for... Do you remember when people were boycotting Nike because of Colin Kaepernick? No. Burning the shoes and And there's people yeah. burning Nike shoes and socks, and I was like... You're going to buy a pair of Nikes next year to replace this one. Nike just it worked out made for a them. ton of it fucking worked out cash. For them. Yeah. It it has, thus far has not worked out for Bud Light. Maybe they rebound. Who knows? I still say this. If in five years their, their, higher, their stock price is higher than it was before Dylan Mulvaney, then they've won. And it was the perfect time to uh, crisis buy. Oh, yeah. The, what was it, Papa John's? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um... Dylan Mulvaney. I, I was thinking, have you seen the Whatever podcast? No. It's this podcast where they have like eight guests on and it's girls and guys. And yeah, I never understand that podcast. I it's hard to understand. You gotta sit there and watch it. It's always just like uh, that one guy who's obviously like a Catholic is always calling the girls sluts and stuff. Well, the one guy. Oh, I know a podcast. The one guy, about. you know, rides the line that you don't really know. You do, but he, he's not overtly rude. And I've heard him talk that it's just to stay on YouTube. Like they would call them sluts and stuff, I think, if they well, if, it's if like they're if, allowed. To... Have you noticed, I'm sorry, Kamar, the influx of yoga instructors that exist now? Well, it's been for a while. Yeah, everyone's a yoga instructor. Well, yeah, because they all have OnlyFans, but nobody can tell their parents that their OnlyFans is how they make their oh. money. But all of a sudden, they have this massive influx of cash. So everybody's just a yoga instructor now. You don't They're know. like, hey, Dad, remember you paid for that course I took three years ago? To- you don't know anyone in your universe who's doing that. 
OnlyFans? Yeah. Well, I'm going to start showing my feet. Apparently, but you can do make you, good money. Do you know someone? Oh, dude, I was telling Mary we should start selling her feet photos for Everybody sure. I watch on um, uh, TikTok. Everyone I watch on TikTok has an OnlyFans. Yeah, they're always like, there's always people coming up. But you don't watch TikTok on no, your wife's I'm TikTok. Just, I'm just saying. It's <laughs> on not, your uh, wife's listen, TikTok. Listen, you don't think a lot of people do OnlyFans? Is this what you're driving at? No, I'm sure everyone's doing I'm just saying you personally don't know. Like Of the oh, 12 my people friend I is, know? No, I yes, don't yes, actually yes. know anything. I, I may. I may know. There's I been we're some, too old. No, there's been some on open mics and stuff. Yeah, but we're too old is my point. We're too old that we don't know anyone who's doing it. Yeah, that's possible. Like, there's not a lot of 50-year-olds making a fucking living on Nobody OnlyFans. Nobody wants to see yeah, those only. Well, no. I'm saying. The, the, they're edutates and they're uh, coercing women. But I feel like gotcha. just like porn, yeah. there's an OnlyFans for everybody. You know? Yeah, you're right. If yeah. you like fucking seeing dudes get shit on, there's an OnlyFans for Anyways, you. Anyways, that's what I was trying. I was just watching these discussions between men and women and just thinking, and I'm sure women are just as diverse, but like... You have Andrew Tate on this side, and then you have Dylan Mulvaney. Then you have every man in between, sort of thing. You could pick a you could pick a different um, end of the spectrum athlete What's or whatever. What's your point? Well, just, we're diverse. <laughs> Those are two very different people. It's very very poignant, Kamar. And I, I guess I don't think I understand. Women, you have. Uh, who do we love, Kate? You have me on one side who married and the, Shaq on the other. Who married the baseball like, player? Kate Upton. Kate Upton oh, and Whoopi Kate Goldberg. Upton. I love Kate Upton. Now you're just comparing people's races? Oops. Like, this is so <laughs> weird. Anyways. Um, but I do love me some Kate Upton. How could you not? Yeah, what does she call that? <laughs> the Dougie. The Dougie. <laughs> um, I think it's the Doogie. And then uh, he uh, then tried to villainize George Soros. And I don't think he did that good a job. I, I don't think he got the clip that he wanted Jamie to play. Mm. And if I was 14 years old and... He's very polite to Jamie. I like that. Helping Nazis, I'd probably uh, not... you do it. You know what I well, mean? I think you, if you're forced to do that, you disconnect. And yeah, exactly. I'm surprised now, in retrospect, you couldn't be like, oh, no, that totally fucked me up, you know? But he never got the clip of George saying he was a god. No, I mean, yeah, not, he had, there wasn't directly. a clip. No, no, he read the paragraph. He oh, did okay. say it. It was quoted. Yeah, he was quoted. But I, I, for me, I need the clip, even in this time of... Yeah, don't be reading me something. I don't know where um, that comes from. <laughs> who wrote that? Chat GPT. Chat GPT, well, exactly. Well, no, before that. Anyways. Just in closing with George Soros, it is very interesting, like, because they play... I'm sure we'll, we'll bring it up again in the Dylan whatever... Brian Cal? No, the other Brian. Dylan Bryant. Zach Bryant. Zach Bryant. Um... That that uh, New World Order clip, not New World Order. Who is it? World Health. Who is it? The fucking... Yeah, what's his face? Fauci? Klaus Sch- no, Klaus, Klaus Schwab's. Schwab's. Sorry, yeah. What's his... World Economic Forum. Sure, their video of like with the earbuds. When I when they played that, I was... Oh, for work if you're out of work. Well, when they played that, I was like, who who in the free world right now watched that video and was like, yeah, this is the future we want? <laughs> like it just... I wonder how many people like that doesn't have thirty million views, does it? No, unless it, unless it was passed around as like a joke. Like, look at the future they think we want. Like, I I just can't see anyone watching that video and being like, "This seems really cool." It seemed more like they a, tell you what to want and then you want it. That's uh... it. Just you know, like you're at your desk. They already know you've done something wrong due to your last report, but you want a better report. So it's like. 
I can't see any They'll of us make being a like, Brad Pitt movie where where he wears the earphones. No, and but it's cool, it's, it's, it's and all, then everybody will want to no wear the one, earphones. No one currently <laughs> right now, but someone raised on getting little likes every day for posts. Yeah, maybe stuff. yeah. It would be just another reward system for them to tap into and be the best at and succeed, and not and not. It's it's like that's the one thing Gaffigan said. Oh, it wasn't Gaffigan. It was the Max Anderson. That my kid doesn't think twice about the implications of chat GPT as not knowing what was before it or what didn't exist. Doesn't. Okay. Big deal. So writes whatever you want. Okay. Dude, Simon, wouldn't that be incredible if you could just start paying all your young employees and likes? That would be incredible. Like at the end of the day, you're like, Tim. So see, some people 15, do want that. You got system. 50 likes today, buddy. Go pay your rent with that. <laughs> but you're hard pressed to say he's wrong. He, he dots his eyes and crosses T's. We get it. You really like Patrick Bet David. Well, no, I, 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 he's all right, and also he is having like he uh, he had Chank on, he had Anthony Weiner on. Chank Uger is yeah. that who he yeah. was talking about? Yeah, and they're able to. Oh, get, I saw the Anthony Weiner thing. That was crazy. It gets eh? crazy. He didn't pull any punches. It gets crazy. Yeah, you like to suck dick. No, he said. So we, you pretty much have this problem, right? Where you like to. Text your penis to young, to young uh, underage women. And he's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but for all that, for yeah. like the presence that Patrick has, Anthony Wieners stood in there, whether he agrees with what he says or what he comes back to. Like there was a huge thing where he read off all Hillary, the Clinton list. He was like, these people are dead. You don't even yeah. know them. Like he, he made a valid case on why we shouldn't entertain any of this or talk about it. Still, he still seemed like a weasel. I um, isn't it? Well, isn't it interesting? Excuse me. Oh. That shows you how terrible the media is. Where Anthony Weiner can send his dick photos to a bunch of young girls, and then never be afraid in an interview that someone's going to corner him and be like, "So what's up with you sending your dick to young girls?" You know what I mean? Like, well, because usually when you agree to go on one of these shows, you've stipulated what they can and can't ask you. You're missing my point, though. That's crazy that you would like that you would be caught doing that and be like, well, I'd still like to be in the public eye. So oh, yeah. it would be you best have to if be we just some didn't... kind of fucking this asshole. Is what I'm yeah, it's yeah. Nuts. Like, For sure. I hear you. I totally hear you. Like, know when to step away, dum dum. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, it just seems wild to me that you're like, whoa, yeah. why are you bringing this up in an interview? Like, yeah. well, I don't know, dude. You came on the show and you've done this. So I thought maybe we'd discuss it a little bit. Yeah. But no, people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you know who Just Pearly is? I was going to say now. Yeah. She's that ginger twat. Yeah. She was just on uh, Pierce Morgan. Yeah. And she goes on thinking. It's going one way. It's yeah. going one way. And then he plays a clip of her singing the song on why you can't question anti-Semitism on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got like the director of the Jewish um, Support Society of New York City or whatever. And he plays the clip and then turns to her and she's sort of like, laughing like just sort of like what the fuck just happened he goes why are you laughing she goes huh what <laughs> <laughs> she pulls it out but it's one of the best gotcha moments in a while because she thinks she's coming on because they have had yeah constructive conservative conversations but it, it's a really good one look for it look I, for I think it. I was going to put up on a post show but I read that lastly the problem that you had I don't know how you feel about it he showered I think I wrote down showered him with gifts. A Jimi Hendrix pen, <laughs> dime a dozen, but thoughtful. Um, 
the Lenny Bruce microphone and stand, I believe. He was then sitting there <clears> looking. <throat> too far, but that's now in the club. He's then sitting there looking at Joe's watch, like, and? <laughs> and? Oh, he, yeah, he's yeah. going to give us a. Yeah, and? <laughs> I've come here. That's, yeah, that's very. Is that an Omega? And? Because. To diverge again, with the Rob Lowe and Bert conversation, they got into watches. Made me want watches. Was <laughs> made me thinking reckless. Like if I ever got money, I'd go buy. A, a Dude, really when Andrew Scholes was on that Nelk podcast, he said he how much he paid for his uh, Philippe Patak or whatever. Just like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's the last big. That's the last. I'd buy a yacht before I buy a nice watch. Never. Well, watches retain their value. It's actually a good investment. Yeah, I still. I, okay, if I bought it, I would never wear it. You'd be better off buying a watch That's than buying a car. I don't know. A nice watch is nice. Man. Right now, cars are retaining their value just as good as fucking watches. Mm. A watch is a lot easier to take care of. You don't have to park it anywhere. Um, then he gave him the weird gift, which I'm not sure, but I think one of the panels fell out. But it was like Jack Ruby's signature, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Like he, you know, that's crazy. Are we just like putting Manson's signature up on your wall now under a picture of fucking? I don't talk about Manson and nauseum. Well, but Lee if you Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, like you're making fun murderer. of an Asian. Right? A note from Linda B. Johnson. Oh, and Andrew Jackson, a letter from Andrew Jackson as well. Why Andrew Jackson? Because he was the first sort of uh, counterculture, like uh, disruptive president. It's funny, Kamar. That's how he framed it. I watched four minutes of this, like just happened to pull my phone up and the video came up and I was like, I noticed something behind Patrick Bet David that was like covered yes, with like a, like a moving blanket. And I was like, this is so weird for Joe to have like, Something what's, in the shot. What's 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 in there? Yeah, what's in the box? The what's time. in the box? The whole time. Oh, if only he'd brought Gwyneth Paltrow's head, that would have been fucking incredible. Listen, if someone gets a gift and it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head, that's a fucking good gift. Yeah. That's, um, oh no, as a cake. As a cake, that would be incredible. Oh wow. my god, that's incredible. What a gift. A box. Wow. And the box is cake too. Or, no, 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 no. The, no. the box has to be a. Bo- it has and to be a card. Box is cake too. <laughs> Dude, no, but that's okay, so good. Out. You got to get a, a Gwyneth Paltrow head cake made and put it in like a shitty old cardboard box. Well, so apparently for that scene, they had sculpted, they had had the studio make this insane Replica, Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. head. You never see the head. So nope. they end up using that head in another Gwyneth Paltrow movie where she like gets decapitated that's or incredible. something. Yeah. That's but they, they spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars to make. I don't know if that was the amount. That's a lot my of money. favorite technique. In uh, filmmaking and television. Not showing you? Because in a book, you have to tell. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> in Pulp Fiction, you, what's in the you, briefcase? You can't not say. What? I I, I wonder. I never. Well, you kind of, like, you know player. it's a head in the box. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. You don't see it. Well, you face. never see it. But in the book, you'd have to describe there's a head in the box. Yeah, he opens the box to reveal Gwyneth in, Paltrow's in, severed in, in head. movies yeah. or TVs, you experience that thing. They, and they may never say, they're, oh, there was a head in the box. I, I guess know. you could imply it in no, a book. No, and they do that all you know, the time in books like where like you Brian don't Callen know now. what's in the box, and then they build up the suspense. He's making it seem like they can't build up suspense in books. No, sometimes in TV they shoot someone, you never see the guy get shot, but you know they're shot. That's a ratings reason, though. Um, Kamar, in Pulp Fiction, it's his. It's Marcellus Wallace's soul. That's his soul. There it is. We don't know that. That's what they, that's, well, that's the reason. Okay, so. The, Did what, you hear Quentin say that? 
I believe it's like a confirmed. I believe that <laughs> you had it down. I was. Thinking. I thought. I, I thought for some reason that we that was never confirmed or denied. What was? So Marcellus Wallace, the first shot they have is the back of his head yeah. where he's on the phone. Yeah, he's got that bandage on the back of yeah, his yeah. head. That's because in the Bible they say that your soul escapes through the back of your head. So they believe that the bandage was there for the shot to sh- to imply that he's lost his soul. And then they never show you what's in the briefcase, and it you. And if you remember, everyone that sees in the briefcase, they're like, holy shit, is that what I think it is? And they're like, fucking right it is. It's just weird that they have this whole movie that's like totally reality based. And then they're going to have this one part that has to do with the soul. Perfect. It's probably a fucking diamond. But or if something. Pulp Fiction. He probably turned his dick mold into like a giant diamond. If Pulp Fiction was a book, they'd have to say that. Simon. I didn't. Simon. <laughs> You o- Simon, you open up the briefcase and it's just a photo of the black guy sitting on the edge of the bed. Yeah, exactly. Is this what I think it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what I think it is? Yup. That'd be good if you did a, um, <laughs> that'd be a good one to do. You know, like Scream, but Scream, Scream is too far. They used to do like CB4 parody movies. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But a parody movie of all of Pulp Fiction. Oh no, they did it. They did it. It's been done. What was it? It wasn't good. Oh, they did, because I remember the first scene, the scene in the, the gun, diner. It's all yeah. the other guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simon, I don't know if this is real or not, but this guy posted this video this week, and, he, and he's like, uh, he's like, so I was watching Pulp Fiction this week, and this scene really stood out to me. It's the scene where uh, they're driving down the street, and he's doing the Royale with cheese thing. And he's like, but what really stuck out to me was this. And he's like, what's the Whopper called? And he goes, I don't know. I never went to Burger King. And then so the guy... It's like quick shots, like a Guy Ritchie thing of him booking a ticket to Paris and then him flying and landing and then him at a Burger King in Paris. And he walks in and he orders the Whopper and he puts the Whopper down on the table and it's called American Retard. (laughs) American Retard? That's what they call the Whopper in, I guess, in Paris. Instead of Royale with cheese. Why would they call it American Retard? I don't know. But who cares? Isn't that fucking hilarious? He, no, it's not it funny is, but I'm going to check. Rate the episode. Rate the episode. I give it a three. It's very political, but I was thinking at my age, if you're my age, you should understand what they're talking about. If this is just jibber jabber, then you don't care about politics and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just something to understand. Yeah, but the problem is, is like we, <laughs> like for That's us to care this. about these politics, like for you to care as much as you do about these politics is kind of lunacy. Mm. Just in the in the what I mean is you can't affect it in that you can't vote. You'll never be able to. But it's it, this has been a, like a disease or an affliction since uh, I've said it before. Um, zeitgeist. I get it. The problem is the this. Nine eleven. It oh, indir- no, since JFK. Since before you were born. <laughs> the problem is it affects you indirectly, but you have no. You can't affect it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right. Like whoever's the U.S. president affects you indirectly. Well. It, 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 it actually my conspiracy theories affect me in having convers- civil conversations with people. To be honest with you, well, at least you have one a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I give it a three. I the problem is is like I want to give this a high rating, but Patrick Bet David is kind of insufferable, and I watch his show. He's more sufferable than most insufferable people, I'd say. My problem is this: is I just you come on Joe's show, let Joe run the show, yes. let Joe do his thing. Listen, if you want, got higher if he wasn't interviewing. If you want to have Joe on your show, there you go. Or even this: if you want to spend a half hour at the end where you're like, look, I really think you should have Trump on, but like he spent a real long time. On yeah. trying to convince him to have Trump on, I, and I have, felt that was wasted time. I have time. zero problem with what they talked about. I have a fundamental problem with 
the amount of simping and his hairline and all, you know, just his whole thing. That's that's disappointing because you would have lost a lot of the message. His hairline. I didn't lose the message. I just like, this is my thing. Spend an hour less talking about Trump and f- oh, an it hour. Just, it was just politics. An hour more talking about. Well, no, because it wasn't just or how politics. about answering questions that Joe asks you? Yeah, like instead of totally leading the conversation yes, yes, where you wanted it to go. Like, let me ask you this. He has now been on twice. Let's call it six hours of airtime with Joe. Do you know anything about valuetainment from listening to Joe's? What's valuetainment? Okay, I rest my fucking case. Is that his insurance thing? No, it's his. He has this massive network oh, called yeah, Value. This is an entertainment company. No, but he see- he had an agenda. Yeah. He went on there. Yeah. He executed beautifully. Oh, yeah. So you got to give him his kudos yeah. for that. He landed like a. And had name? he had given Joe one present, I would have been okay with that. Yeah. And then the rest off camera. But this, like, I want the whole world to see. Like, come, it's gross. The whole thing is gross. It's, it's so American. It, it's so where the world is at right now. It was a bit much. It's just. I'm so disappointed watching. Um, like, I, you, who are we just talking about who, like, people finally came to their senses with and called a spade a spade? But, like, or, or I don't remember what it was, but I wish somebody would come to their senses like that about Logan Paul, you know, and just like enough now, enough. Well, I, I, I I'm, he's on the clock. I think he's getting married, having a kid, and he's going to change drastically and become a good person. Hopefully, what do I know? Uh, I'll give it a three. I guess I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three as well. We have an agreement. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we will be right back. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ever found yourself at a crossroads, unsure which direction to take in life? We've all been there, right? Maybe you're eyeing a new career path, or your relationship could use a little extra love. Trust me, it happens to the best of us. Picture this. You're standing at an intersection of what if and where to now. But fear not, because there's a guiding light that can help you find your way forward. Let's talk about therapy. That's right. It's like having a roadmap to navigate life's twists and turns. And if you're considering giving therapy a shot, why not check out BetterHelp? Here's the kicker. BetterHelp brings therapy right to your fingertips. Imagine no more scheduling headaches. It's all online, designed to fit your life like a glove. Flexibility, check. Convenience, double check. And here's the really cool part. Getting started is a breeze. Just answer a few questions and voila, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist ready to guide you on your journey. And here's the icing on the cake. If you feel like your third And here's the icing on the cake. If you feel like your current therapist isn't the perfect fit, guess what? You can switch hassle-free at no extra cost. It's all about finding the perfect fit for you. So let's sum it up. Embrace the uncertainty, explore new horizons and let therapy be your ultimate compass all with BetterHelp. Let therapy be your roadmap with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Be sure to check them out. There will be a link in the description.
This isn't the post show. Gotta get back. Oh, you're just doing that. No, that's his new thing now. It's just Huey Lewis in the news. Are you the news or are you Huey Lewis? I'd rather be the news. Really? Yeah. What a cool name for a band, eh? The news. Yeah. But no news is good news. Or fake news. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamar. Name and a number. 2015 Zach Bryan. We're starting with Zach Bryan, eh? It's the Battle of the Bryans. This guy seemed like a real salt-of-the-earth guy. I mean, he's young, and I think you really see that. That's fine. I yeah, yeah. He's 27. This is what I'm saying. Young. That, well, that is young. I'm fucking almost well, 50 he's years old. Well, no, but when we were talking about 18-year-olds <laughs> are old enough to make a decision. Right, right, yeah, yeah. No, he went to war. I think that justifies that he makes a decision. Yeah, but he was also as old as the Founding Fathers when they signed the Constitution. Anyway, so. I mean, think- al- allegedly. Oh, you don't buy it? Well, I'll check. But, but I, I just took Kamar's word for but it. But 27 is the age that you are, we all consider ourselves adults. Like, for sure, for sure. You we should eight, be. 18 is the, or 19, depending where you are. I mean, I don't or know. 21. I feel, like, I feel like I wasn't an adult until I was like 35. Yeah, definitely. But 27, you, you should know better in a lot of cases. Yeah. Uh, rough start for Jamie. I'm trying to find a websites in this one. It happens. He's not perfect. And they talked about Garmin's for a second. I remember when that was the hottest, like... Oh, if someone had a GPS in their technology, car? Technology, this big box that just told you where you were. Um, It was a little varied, so I feel like it was a little fake news you were pushing on us there, Kamar. Oh, the age so varies. ages of the Founding Fathers on July 4th, 1776. James Monroe was 18 years old, so Kamar, you're right on the money. Aaron Burr, 20. Alexander Hamilton, 21. James Madison, 25. Thomas Jefferson, 33. John Adams, 40. Paul Revere, 41. And George Washington, 44. So those so are the elder states. There were some, some adults in the room, is all I'm saying. Like, yes, they had some youth. You needed to. You were starting I think what Kamar said was the average age was 27, it sounds oh, like. Oh, did you say the average age? I think I'm that's sorry. what I wanted I'm to sorry. say, but I think that is I about think it. you said they were... It doesn't matter. That that makes more sense to me. How about this? What he meant to say, what he meant, what he to, meant, say, what he what he meant, meant to, say to say was that the average age was 27. Because yes, based on what you right. said, yeah, 27 no, sounded he, about. Matt, if that's what he meant to say, then he was absolutely correct. I'd love to I, know what the 18-year-old was in the room <laughs> saying. Like, what if we throw in like some free hookers for just. <laughs> I, I really, truly believe it would be like if today they were putting together a panel to talk about the aliens, they'd bring a TikToker in because. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You need, need a little bit media from presence. everywhere. Yeah. Like I yeah. just, that's probably what they were doing. They were like, go fetch a Ute. Yeah. And, uh, you, sir, how does TikTok <laughs> feel about the aliens? <laughs> oh man. Did you know what? I finally got around to watching cause I couldn't stomach it. Well, it was actually happening. You know, that movie, the bubble. No. Oh no. With uh, Pascal and he plays a vain actor. Yeah, it's yeah. just but the whole premise is they're quarantining to do this movie. But they released it right during COVID, so it was like but so yeah, I got around to watch it. It was garbage. Garbage. I can imagine. Hot garbage. Sounds like absolute trash. So you guys are not aware of any Zach Bryan songs? No, no. You, you played heard, one outside. You probably heard me. one I had now. zero Yellowstone. I can't repeat more. Zero idea who Zach Bryan was. I told you, I had to ask you outside, Does he is he the one that sings the Not In My Town song or whatever? Like, if they had done the whole thing and never mentioned that he was a country singer, I would still not know today. Well, he truly is uh, a modern-day overnight success. 
It's also interesting that pre-Texas move, I don't think Joe had a single country Western artist oh, no. on. No, I'm wrong. No, he didn't have any. Yeah. Oh, Sturgill Simpson. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, he did have And some, I guess Ted Nugent. Uh, yeah, he did have... No, I mean, that's Ted rock. Nugent yeah. is rock. Yeah, but that's true. He had Sturgill and he had... Um, don't say Gary Clark. That's more like rhythm and blues. I wouldn't consider him country I western. I wasn't going to okay. say Gary Clark, no. Don't I, say Susan I've, Santo either, because <laughs> I don't want you to wish that into the ether. This guy uh, might get much bigger. Like, he could be the next Taylor Swift. I mean, that guys. it is a crazy thing, right? That now you just post your shit online, you get enough views, and then you translate those views into record content. Like it's but he uh, has the skills, which is the interesting thing. I'm not, I'm, I've never heard him, so I can't say one way or another. I'm just that it's so interesting that we're here now. You it know? isn't, it isn't though. Like if you think about it, the market dictates, like it's an easier way for the industry to go. There's no risk for us here involved because we know that he's got yeah, no, 15 million. And you know what? Now that I think about it, you're going to get way more shit. But you're also going to get way more good people because that's just going to be the odds, right? The so many amazing it. artists who were held back by like the machine of whatever industry they were involved in. Yeah, it's the same thing with photography. Like Instagram, there's a million. Everyone has a phone in their. The pocket. problem is that the masses decide, and the masses are always stupid as fuck, man. No, they're always right. Yeah, that's what the customers always right means. And I couldn't disagree more with that sentiment, you know? But that's why the sentiment isn't... The, the sentiment Simon isn't saying that the customer... Like, it doesn't mean we're right in our choices. It just means that if if the public goes 90% no, this I, way, that's I, it. I understand. But the again, like, so by that logic, yeah. the public is now going 80% that people, children should be able to decide what they want to do with their bodies at four years old. It's it not 80%. It's not 80%. But maybe one day it will be, Matt, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's right. Does it? Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah. Once Majority. 80%? Listen, right. Simon, you're forgetting. Hear me out just for, for a second. Good of all. Just Simon. because society changes to something, it doesn't necessarily mean it was the right thing, and we all have to adapt. I'm not just, saying that. Just hear I'm me just, out. If you put take what you're saying and put you in the 1920s, with you know black I mean? people. It yeah, can, no, it, it's a huge problem, I see. Yeah. But that's because we know that there's no difference there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's not a fair comparison because people are people. What I'm saying is moving forward, it might not affect the world that like 20% of people want to be trans. I, I'm not at all saying that there's a problem with it. I, like I said, I, there are probably people who are trapped in the wrong body. Sure. We Children are so like malleable, you know. It's nothing to do with kids. We're we're just talking about in general. Like, listen, no, I'm talking about kids. Okay, but fine. Kids, kids inherit the earth. They make it what they want. We have no control over that. So for you to say like it's the wrong way, you don't get a say. That's my. That's kind of what I'm saying. Well, I mean, historically, um, (sighs) you don't get a say. That's true. You don't get to decide how society works. Well, you know, but you do. What I'm saying is when you're younger, the young mold the future and then that continues happening. So when we were younger, we molded this bullshit that we're in now in a way. Um, now, you can is. you can argue that the powers that be, because we were just talking about BlackRock, that they actually molded it into what they wanted it to be. And we were just victims of. Like, there's a lot of talk of indoctr- indoctrination lately from both sides. 
whether it's indoctrinating kids into religion or indoctrinating kids into this trans. Well, what's most interesting is his sister's gay married to a trans person. Say that again in English. His sister is gay married to a trans person. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. I, so I felt a- Other than that, he would be your red, white, and blue. Like, if you listen to his music, it's... American folks, sort of like Springsteen-esque, I'd even say. I felt like a couple of times Joe was pushing so hard. Um, I I really felt like he was going to get home and they were going to be like, dude, you didn't stick up for us at all. You know what I mean? He, he, they, Zach Bryan's significant other will say that about him no his, his sister. sister and his sign- oh, and I her significant other I, I think he made it very clear how he felt i don't know yeah i guess but other than that typically you'd think he'd be burning by light cans and stuff so i think that was a really interesting thing what was most endearing about him and i feel like it's uh sort of reminiscent of luke combs it was on is when he asked him about music who is luke combs he's the fat guy that was on a couple weeks ago no, no, that was a jelly roll. Who's the other? Luke Combs was on like yeah, a couple weeks, a couple ago. months ago. Yeah. Who ended up being the guy at Blues with Fest? The, he was at Blues Fest, but the Tracy Chapman. Oh, I see. He sang Fast Had Car. that happened already when he was on? No, no, no. Wow. no. Since okay. since his appearance, but when asked, by the way, sorry, covers are the best. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting okay. There. Sorry, we're I'm sorry. There. I'm sorry. So sorry. Um, but you're you're right. They are. Um. Did you, when do you want to be a musician? Never. It wasn't like, you know, Joe, at seven, I always wanted to do music. I, I, I was going to be a sailor. My dad was a sailor. My mother's a sailor. My grandfather's a sailor. I was going to be a sailor. I had a problem with him saying that, though, because I was like, you, like, I get what he's saying. I never thought I would be a professional paid musician. But, like, if you're writing songs in your spare time and that's all you do is try to become a better songwriter, you're a musician. I, I understand that you might not. I think he meant famous musician. Sure, but Simon, it would be like if right now, like you, I assume you have a studio set up at your new home where you doodle or do art. No, no, but yet, you will, but right? No, but it, it's more. That we we played ten days a week. We gave our our yeah, tapes yeah. to every record company. No, I get like, it, but some, no, but I mean, we would we would not be denied. There's a reason that I bring Simon up, though, is because like Simon will never show his art to anyone. He will not sell his art. If you asked me, I would still say Simon's an artist. Yeah, I don't think I. I think he just chose the guy chose his words wrong. I think he was I talking agree. about being a famous. Like I never thought for a second that I was going to go out there and be in Nashville. Sure. Was it, it wasn't a dream. It wasn't a. He was going to be a sailor, and he just happened to do this shit. In the old days, you would do it, and nobody would ever see it. And now you just post it online because that's what people do. And he, what about Bill Withers? Bill Withers was a construction worker, and like his is that right? in like his late thirties and then just became Bill Withers. I, I, that'd be, he's, he's passed away recently. Mom. Yeah. A couple of years ago. That'd yeah. Be a great but, but you no, but my point is like, you, you're like, I get what you're saying years ago. It wouldn't have been, his path wouldn't have been as easy because there wasn't TikTok. You couldn't get the whole world to see your video. But my point is it still did happen occasionally. Um, yeah, I'm sure it did. Like, you know, Elvis was, or whoever, Tiffany gets found at a yeah, mall. I'm yeah. sure most I mean, people. I'm, I'm sure. sure he has thousands of hours of just wailing on his guitar in the but beginning. But like Alanis, before she was Alanis, was still some little girl who was like ten Dreaming years old, of doing it. striving yeah. to be a fucking sure. professional singer. Yeah, that's but yeah, that's what I think. I mean, okay, uh, how about this? For all the people that grow up as- as- aspiring to be a very famous musician, most of them fail miserably. 
correct. Yeah. So it's almost a better like, I don't know. It just is happenstance. I I just said that was endearing <laughs> to me about it. Um, I thought a lot endearing. It wasn't just that. Like, what are you talking about? He was. Well, no, 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 but that what's endearing is that he was famous and he was like, I'm not leaving the Navy. And they were like, you have to leave the Navy. It, that, it remind me of uh, memories of um, Eddie Murphy and um, Charlie Murphy. Charlie was in the Navy when Eddie broke. Yeah. I was like, you got to get out of there. Yeah, you need a bodyguard. <laughs> Things yeah. are going we're, down. We really got to hit, hit it big. Um, what what I, I meant to, this added uh, content, as you guys both know who um, Dave Portnoy is. Um, maybe you've seen Thanks, this. Thanks, Patrick, about David. Yeah. El, El Presidente. El Presidente. He does a show with Josh Richards and Brianna Chickafry. Okay. I hate that you just said that, but Yeah, and I fine. don't like that show, but go on. Brianna Chickafry is dating Zach Bryan. Great. No, but Dave had to find out about on their show and he lost his shit. Like, I can't trust you anymore. What are we doing here? We're working for clicks. Find we, out about it on what show? It's pretty safe. <laughs> on Rogan? No, the podcast. She 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 told uh, on other podcasts she leaked that she was dating Zach Bryan. It just ties it in. I <laughs> I, I digress. Um, Who are those people he does that show with? Uh, young uh, influencers. Both TikTokers. They're both just young kids. Yeah. Yeah. Dave has to remain. He's trying to run a fucking. Josh Richards, Canadian. Shout out. That's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah. I don't mind him. Um, poetry. It's such a weird thing. Like all songs are poems. So even raps. Rap more so it, 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 than anything. More so, probably. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's there's a disconnect when you take poetry in school. Like I always like poems, more shorter poems because they're easy to uh, remember. But what I find ironic is that people shit on rap, especially older people older than me shit on rap. I know not now so probably much. Probably without reading the lyrics. Well, that's it. It's like if you read like a read your favorite Radiohead lyrics. It's like two stanzas. It's like a like five lines, probably repeated. With a chorus, and people are like, "Oh my god, this is one of the best songs ever written." And then you read a rap song where it's like fucking sixty bars, all rhyming, all like no, double like, entendres. I mean, Radiohead. I don't know if that's the best. Like, listen to like a Bob Dylan song. Yes, you know what I mean? sure. That's, but like Alanis, like, you will put Zach Bryan in the Bob Dylan. Not to say he's like Dylan, but these songs, and I think this is about to become really popular. Songs that actually say something. Like, like they're not too metaphoric. Like there's a beginning and end and it ties together. And choruses change to answer questions, you know? What the fuck are you talking about? Chorus can't change. That's the idea of a chorus. Otherwise, it's just another verse. Or, or, you need a hook. The, um, the bridge. Bridges can change. I'll give examples of them later. Um, later? But sometimes you just got to like let him dig the hole <laughs> for it's himself. Fine. I don't even know? care. Uh, I can't think of it on my feet right now. Um, do you think we are good at understanding emotions? No. I, and I think that's what artists somehow can uh, communicate emotions, and that's why we like it. Disagree. I, I feel like I'm starting to sound like a Brian Callen here. But... I don't think we understand why we like um, music. But we do know an emotion is stirred. Well, memory is a big ways. part of music. Memory is a big part. This, yeah, this you, nostalgia. You of the hear song a song and you remember a time when you listened to that song when you were young or what you were doing when you know. There's like this huge. But even certain songs, you'll have like winter or summer songs. I know you feel that. Yes. Oh, definitely. There's different playlists going with the weather, and I wonder if people 
That's why in there they always have salsa music and reggaeton and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. in the hot climates because they're always just yeah, it's always yeah, rocking out. time, baby. Maybe a couple uh, ballads for when it rains, but you know that's why we have so much death metal here because in the yeah, winter you're terrible. just fucking shouting into a corner, <laughs> and that elicits an emotion and not the same as a Bill Withers song. So, I mean, it's funny you mention it because they always say that smell is the the sense most closely associated with memory, and mm-hmm. I always felt like. I'm sure scientifically it's correct, but to me, it's always like music feels more connected with memory than you see. I'll like smell something a lot and I'll know I remember it from somewhere, but I can't in my Rolodex place it. So I'm with you there where if I hear a song, Uh I know where I was, what I was doing. I have like vivid memories related to music. Yeah, I disagree with that whole smell thing. When I hear Talib Kweli's Get By, like it doesn't matter if I'm in the bank and it comes on. Not that it's ever going to come on the bank, but (laughs) wherever I am where it comes on, I'm immediately taken back to being like 19 or 20 and for some reason being at Surface Sound Bar, like walking down the... like, Like right away it comes to me. It's weird. I can smell the shitty bar. I can... Taste Ryan Gingers. So it's more than emotion. I guess it's like a time capsule, I guess. I don't know. It's senses. It's also because music, it's weird because music is also very, um, like I I saw this chart the other day where they were talking about how like the music you listen to from a certain age is like, that's pretty much your music. And you'll find- Your best era of Saturday Night Live. Exactly. And you'll find some new music moving forward, but it won't be like the, the cascade of music from like the, you know. Well, I, yeah, that's why I still listen to new music. And like, I think you guys are both like Zach Bryan. I don't, I don't love country, so it's very unlikely. Some of it isn't country. Like it's, it's like Bruce Springsteen is just a guy singing. Um, but- I mean, that jelly roll shit is pretty fucking catchy. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been seeing them a lot in like the clips, you know, and uh, they have an open marriage. Did you know that? It does not surprise me. He's got to say he can go out and get Skinny piece of tail once in a while. Whenever that stuff comes out, I'm always like, who cares? It doesn't affect me. If they want to have an open marriage, go nuts. Yeah. Um, it means I can fuck Jelly Roll if I want. Worthy if I want, of conversation. I, I hope. I um, you watch Vanderpump. It's like you're above all this. Oh, I'm above all of it. I'm, no, I'm way better than See that. what he's trying to portray here? I hope. I told um, Kamara I was a piece of shit earlier. Yeah, no, he came clean. Um, I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope he comes back in like five years. Zach Bryan, yeah, comes Cause, back because I think he's right in the middle of a crazy come up. Like even though he was sort of like we're figuring this out, he was seemed like a really nice, humble kid. Like, he seemed too and, a, and an avid fan. He seemed too regimented and put together to fail. Like we're not going to see I think him. That's Navy tra- Navy training. That's what I'm saying. We're not going to see him like Zach Bryant in a hotel room with fucking fentanyl and drugs. Well, hopefully not. Was uh, Brianna Chicken Fry? Hopefully they live forever. Stop saying Brianna <laughs> chicken. I gotta fry. look this Brianna chicken. She's hot, man. She's smoking. Um, you see your girl Bob, Bobby Altov and in, in, interviewed gonna... Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah. Success on the come up. Da, 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 da. Uh, he was talking about health and fitness, getting her shape. He was already complaining about aging and how rough the road could be. No, I was trying to remember what. Dude, I know he'll never hear this. I went to Perth this week to drop something off. Oh, my future is grim. My future's very grim. I'll never hear Why? this. I saw my dad. Oh, I see. Oh, and you think your genetics? Yeah, are genetically, grim. I'm. It's all downhill. No from way. Here. Have you been listening to this Joe Rogan anytime? I don't have money. I don't have stem cell money. I don't have that. Kind I, of money. I think. I think the cold. I think the cold is the key, dude. I went to. Speaking of, for a country that's supposed to be giving us free dental, I went and got a cleaning. 
this what week. What do you mean? Why do you, you think you get, you free, don't get dental? free dental? It's, it's on kids. its way. Oh, it's not on free. Okay, you. fine. Either yeah. way, the point is this. <laughs> the point is this. How much do you think a basic cleaning was? $250. I think it's more than that now. I think it's probably, well, it depends how dirty your teeth are. They weren't. I was there four months ago, five months ago. So it should it be like, yeah, 250 bucks. 550 you're going to Guberman, though. Yeah, the worst. Listen, it's a great office. Have like, you ever thought of brushing your teeth? For, for five fifty, I should get my dick sucked. Kamara, it wasn't that. It was. I looked at the. Whoa, I brushed my teeth. That what a piece is of so garbage. Rude. If you brush your teeth, why do you go? That to the is dentist? so rude. Well, that's what I was asking. I would go to the dentist if I had a toothache or an abscess or something that was bothering me. But well, that's the worst part, Kamara. My she was like, "You need X-rays," and I was like, "I don't need X-rays." No, you, you can tell, dude. That was it. <laughs> your teeth are off. You can tell pretty damn quick. She X-rays them right away. She goes, "They look great." I was like. I said that. And then she's like, well, let's bring the dentist in for a second look. And I was like, you just said they looked great. The dentist came in, touched my gums, was like, look great. That was $198 on the fucking bill. I was like, are you kidding? Well, uh, like the last time, it was uh, about six years ago, I bit a corn chip and snapped one of my Oh, there's, there's five teeth. grand. Well, I happened to be under a uh, plan oh, that's... at work, so it was free, but she butchered me. This woman butchered me, and I, I've denounced dentists. They're just witch doctors. His <laughs> they don't know what his, they're doing. For the record, come on, I know, know firsthand. Yeah. He, he was charlatan. My, he was a charlatan. Might as well throw chiropractor <laughs> on that degree. Oh, my God. No, no. I mean, it's it's just trial and error with what they do, though. Dude. There's no artis, speaking, artisanal dentists. It's just Speaking of chiropractor. Have you, you don't look at the clips, but have you seen some of the clips of the guys and they, they're like manipulating me? You haven't seen those? Have you seen the dog chiropractor? Uh, any, just random? Dude, I almost died. <laughs> I almost dog. died when I saw that. Oh my God. I was laughing so hard. I don't know if it's real or not, if they're troping me. Like, I still don't know. I mean, dude, that dog looks like he's like, what the fuck just happened? There are so many of them. The cats, too. They're always like, bro. No, but I, no, but seriously, I don't know if I'm being like trolled by that. Is that for real? I don't know. You know the one I'm talking about, though, where the one dog I know, is like. And he, I thought he, the pit bull was going to kill the guy. <laughs> dude, I thought he was yeah. going to kill him. He's like, you snap my back, I snap your neck. I mean, it's really crazy, too, that that They're dog is muzzled. comfortable enough with They're him. Not muzzled? No. It's like, dude, most dogs, you cannot wrap both your hands around its neck and comfortably, like... Can I tell you something, Matt? Yeah. You and I, yeah. we could make that so easy. Take Chico. You don't even do anything. I just go, oh, yeah, and then, then you add, the add in the fucking the crack. Yeah. Like, I'm beginning Chico to think, because like, what dog is going to let you do... These are strange dogs to him. That's what that's the point no I'm rapport. making. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fake. Hilarious, but I'm yeah. beginning to think it's fake. I've seen Like dude, clips. if we picked Chico up right now and I wrapped both my arms around his neck, he would it like the amount of fucking squirm and escape would be he's out of there. No chance. They no talked shot. about the uh, sadness of the casino. Depends which casino. No. <laughs> They're all like they have the lights going and the dingling and they all have someone some is cheering over there but level. there's there's a there's something that you just No, no, see. listen. I've been to some sad casinos. If you go to Circus Circus in Las Vegas, there is not a sadder place on okay, earth. <laughs> but if you go to the Win on a Friday night, like here's the thing, I'm with you. If you when you stay at a casino at the hotel and you go down at like 2 p.m. or like 11 to go like spend your day walking around, it's really depressing. 
Like the craziest conversation is the I I've been watching some high rollers play blackjack. Yeah, and how they have you have a rapport with your dealer. Yeah, like, yeah, you got me again. Like, you motherfucker, come on, give me a AC. Here's my. It's so funny you mentioned that. This is my favorite thing. This is my favorite thing. When you watch dudes play with a live dealer, like you yes, say, yes. they're so nice and yes, polite. Yeah. You watch that same guy play online with a live dealer, and they're like. This fucking cunt, you dirty bitch! Stop like, stealing! You know, like a four card twenty one. Oh, dude, I want to fuck. Yeah, like I'll kill you, um, dude. I saw the clip. I had never seen this. I can't believe it. I had never seen it, but it was uh, whatever World Series. Did we already talk about this? The World Series, the Royal poker. Flush against, yeah, against the, the Quad Aces, quad aces. not with, on air with Ray Romano at the table. Oh, that's right. And the guy put the way he pushes in his money. It's on so the aggressive. Four he deserves to lose. Aces. It's so aggressive. It's so aggressive. But no, because you get it. Like, you feel like you have trapped this motherfucker so amazingly. And I, it's hold on, hold on. This is the thing, though. (laughs) He doesn't call and shove his chips in like that. He, it might be the worst tell ever. He's, he rivers quads and he goes, I, and I shove, like, like schoolyard shoves all his chips. And then the other guy's like, well, I have a Roy, I call. It's insane. Have we talked about, speaking of tells, have we talked about the Andre Agassi, Boris Becker on the show? Yes. I have. Yeah. I keep seeing it as this clip and it never ceases to amaze me. And man. there's a clip of him telling him after the fact. Is that right? No, he's just, he says, I told him after the fact. And he's like, I would go home at night and tell my wife, this guy can read my yeah. mind. <laughs> So we all agree casinos are sad. Uh, no, but speaking like you, have you ever been to the Gananoque Casino? Well, small town casinos are always really sad. This, this is what I'm saying. There are definite the little one levels, levels of, of sadness. My point is this. When you go to like a bumping new Vegas casino on a Friday or Saturday night, it's a fucking, it's the best place in the world. I, I, I like, you know that. what? Some of there. my favorite things to do is go to malls in small towns. So sad. It's no, but some of it, like I love it. It's just oh, so. I love it. Too. There's something what? to it. Wow. But wait, sorry. Hold on. Hold on, Kamar. That was just a prelude to what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um, because it has to do with the gambling. Uh, Joe. Yeah. It happens on the um, uh, fight companion, but it's been happening for weeks now. Joe has been throwing Dana so far under the proverbial He's bus. A de- degenerate gambler. Calls him literally a degenerate gambler. He calls himself a degenerate gambler. I feel like Joe is like telling tales out of school. I don't I know. No, I don't think no? so. No? Okay. Okay. Fine then. Fine. Anyways, yeah, he's been doing it a lot though. It's weird to me when someone's a winner to call them a degenerate gambler. Like to me, that's a, it's a, the negative connotation yeah, is like, uh, you've lost your home. You know <laughs> you what it is? You know what it it's is? It's one thing to hear stories, I guess. It's another <clears throat> thing to, in Joe's defense, it's another thing to actually witness that kind of money moving around so what's callously. Weird, what's weird to me is that, like, listen, if you and I were sitting with Dana and we watched him lose 600 grand and then win 700 back, that those are swings that for us were like, that's a home. That's like, we. Joe Rogan is worth like a quarter of a billion dollars. It's odd to me that he is that shocked to be like, wow, they're. He doesn't spend his money the same way. I think that to him is still seems insane. No, let me back it up. If you hear all of his pool hall stories, it seems like he doesn't really understand that. Like it's the same mentality. Like he, he witnessed that for like two decades mm. plus people sitting around, never going to sleep, like playing, doing meth so they could play longer. 
And he was in that and around it. For gambling. For gambling, yeah. And I just like, it seems odd that Dana White is worth, like, when people put a money value on gambling, I always find it odd because it's, you have to take it's their net worth. to yeah. what you're worth, yeah. No, there's still, to win a million dollars in one hand, or, no, no, it feels but, crazy. But his point. And to lose uh, $300,000. Still feels crazy. His point is $300,000 if you're worth $13 billion is like $10 bet to you in proportion. Like there's this guy I follow on Instagram. His name is Million Dollar Marco. Marco Piemonte. He's a huge... This guy gambles like... He had a five-leg NFL parlay last year that he won $12 million on. He bet a half million dollars on a five-leg parlay. And I'm like, Jesus, that's crazy. But then I thought about it and I was like, if you're worth, like Simon's saying, $40 million... Then it's the same as me betting fifty. You just you just add a zero based on this how much I'm you're saying. worth. It's all proportional. Yeah. What what's the deal with Drake and the roulette? He loves roulette. So he fucking loves roulette. The, like I love that's roulette. For, I think he's with steak. Is that for he is real? Well, what do you mean for real? Like explain. I mean, for do real. you think do you he's using his own money, or is he just being a spokesman for that thing, and they give him money to gamble with? Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I, I don't know what his deal is. He's Drake, so I assume they pay him a lot of money. But I've seen him lose $32 million. Yeah, but I also saw him just the other, whatever. These are clips, so who knows yeah. when they're done. But he's on the phone with the president of the, guy the company. Stake, yeah, Eddie. And yeah. he hits the double zero while he's on the phone, $12.9 And he didn't even know. he. It was like a push-along he had left out on the table or something. Like, he can't. And who are the guys with him? Well, the one it's guy's like name Indian is the one guy guy's name is Rochstein. He's a huge that guy gambles as big as Drake on his okay. channel, and I, then usually another rapper. I have another follow up question. Yeah, um, are they in front of a green screen, and that's why the location is always changing, or are they actually? No, at I think the they're actually at Drake's. That, like most of it's in Drake's house, home, I believe. Well, they did one at Dave and Buster's at a pool. Some one was at like a weird restaurant. I just does he have a Dave and Buster's in his house? No, but he has like his fifty house cent style. <laughs> built a whole Dave and Buster's. So, oh, that was the speaking of fifty cent in that fucking documentary I watched about Lala's husband there, Randall. Yeah, Randall. Yeah, him and fifty. Randall had a beef. the scandal. Yeah, yeah, that was like what uh, started his. You know, when one thing starts, you're like, you know, you're stealing from your company. And you point out somebody else stealing and all of a sudden the company looks into everyone. Yeah. And it, it was like one of those moments, you know, had he just paid him, he probably could have gone on with his sh- other shams yeah. for a lot longer. You know, yeah. Randall's a fucking moron. I think he was just at Oshiega. He loves those 50 things. Or Randall. I think so. No, 50 cent. Oh, no. 50's, I was talking about Randall, man. 50's playing. Uh, 50 cent just played Montreal. It maybe it wasn't. Oh, no, it was at the Bell Center. He's playing uh, He he's playing Yankee Stadium next weekend. Oshiega is actually Kendrick's playing tonight with Fred again and Central C. I wanted to go so Oh, bad. that's my sidebar I wanted to say about Las Vegas and casinos. Did you guys know they're going to do the F1 race in the fall? Yeah. It's going to be been tearing up, Dude, they've been tearing up the strip for months. It's it going to be insane. Nuts. Those cars whipping through the hotels down the strip. You know who's coming to Folk Fest? Uh, Iggy Pop. Iggy fucking Pop. He looks terrible. That is such I a huge draw for Ottawa. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's out of that field, too. He's not it's, very folk. No, no, but it's like Blues Fest. They're, It'll be awesome, yeah. yeah I saw sure. um, uh, the Whalers at fucking Jazz Fest. You know what I That's mean? Closer, There's no though. rhyme. That's or, close. That's close. What? 
That's close. The Whalers without Bob Marley. Come on. Um, <laughs> you about reggae and jazz? Covers are cool. Covers. Covers. Are cool. Listen, it, it's crazy that you wouldn't want people covering other people's music. That's where I, you get some of the I best. I think he's young and just still wants to like do my own shit. But um, we were. If he did a covers album, it'd be huge. We were uh, like during my time. We listened to a lot of uh, punk music, I guess. Yeah. And covers were a huge part of that, you know, turning a normal song into a punk song. Like, um, did you ever listen uh, listen to Me First and the Gimme Gimmies? Yeah. Uh, I Want You to Want Me? Well, they have tons of albums, of but they were like guys from, I think there were two guys from No Effects, one guy from, um, yeah. Uh, what was that band called? No Use for a Name. Lagwagon? No, no, no. Um, uh, furnace face, no, 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 no that's they're from Ottawa. I, don't know. The, I was in a furnace face music video. The front yeah, man was like a big tall guy with blonde hair, offspring. No, no, it'll come to me, don't worry about it. Not important, but yeah, they were fucking rad, dude. I just think about all and they the, did covers that you liked. They would cover like all old like rock songs that I knew from like my parents and yep. loved. That's my, I think, really, that's my favorite kind of music. Covers, no, is like um, punk rock. Nope. Is uh, <laughs> just let him speak for the love of Christ. Like um, Paul Simon, Simon, Simon Garfunkel, and Garfunkel. You like folk Bob music. Dylan. Like that really is the music I most resonate with. You might like Zach Bryan. I doubt it. I think so. I think he would. I think he's less country than you think. What's your favorite cover of all time? That's what I. My, that's Ooh, what I favorite that cover of there. all time. This should be good. I like this. Sinead O'Connor needs to get her props. Oh, poor Sinead, yeah. That's a great cover. That is a great cover. That's not my favorite of all time, though. Anyone that covered Walk On By by Burt Backrack, Dion Warwick, uh, The Undisputed Truth, those are great. Walk on by, ba-ba-ya, What else is a great cover? Bob Dylan's been covered a million times, so there's got to be one. Bittersweet Symphony? Who covered it? Live and the Let Verge. Die. That's another. Oh, the Verve. Well, they stole it. Well, it's that's cover. I, okay, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what the difference is, but that's sort of like from what that was to reinvent that. That's pretty heavy. The Andrew Oldham Symphony. Oh, Hallelujah! That's a great cover. That is. That's probably the biggest one. Like the That's a standard. Hurt. That's a great cover. Yes. Come on, man. Hurt by who? Johnny Cash. Uh, Johnny Cash doing yeah, Nine Inch yeah, Nails. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good that's cover. That's true, yeah. Uh, All Along the Watchtower. That's, uh, yeah, that's another yeah. Dylan song. I mean, anything Johnny Cash covered. He Knocking covered a U- on Heaven's Door. That that's U- a pretty... That uh, U2 song Johnny Cash covered. What was that? Knocking on Heaven's Door is a standard. Um, Nothing compares to you. U2? Yeah, Jolene, he covered a U2 song. Always on my oh, mind. Jolene. Common People, Twist and Shout. What did I just say, Kamar? Who was I trying to respect? Oh man, I'm giving you the best of all time. Oh, you're cutting here me off. Though. What was I asking right there, Kamar? Who covered? Who covered you two? You oh, said that's it. Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash covered you two, which I don't think I'm aware of. Well, Shit. it's the Wanderer. One love, Ooh. one yes, life. Yes, yes, that, that will carry each each so other. I will always love you. Was a cover from uh, that Whitney movie. Houston oh, of yes. Dolly Parton. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. That, that's yeah. was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um, ooh, killing me softly. The Fujis. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, a fucking powerful one. Great one. That's yeah. a great one. Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. Killing me softly is a Hurt really good shot. That was Cash. huge. 
Oops, no, I don't want to. Killing me softly with his song. But yeah, the cover, the cover is the best, and I urge anyone who's performing live to an audience to do a cover. Sorry, The Man Who Sold the World by Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, David Bowie. Actually, a lot of those. Uh, um, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? That's a cover of Lead Belly. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Girls Just Want to Have Fun is a cover. Wow, I didn't know that. Maybe did the original? Now. I think Cameron did a cover of it. Well, that, that was a weird thing too. Tupac, great cover. Hip hop went through a heavy, and it's still there. Sorry, Charles Bradley changed. That's when covers get different because they sample the song but put their own lyrics. To sample it, so exactly, exactly. No, but there's a good example like Charles Bradley's changes. That's a isn't that a Ozzy Black Osborne? Sabbath? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and that he did it so different. That's when I love it. That's when I really love it the most. Like it could be interpreted. That's why I said Sinead O'Connor, the Prince version of still a great song. No, but it's his is like more poppy almost, where you're like, this seems like a really like introspective, like sad. Shay O'Connor song. might have. The, did you say tainted love? Soft sell. Yeah, Blue Monday did it. Oh, Hotel California by the Gypsy Kings. That's yes, a great yes, cover. that that because that, that's Spanish better. One take the words from out. the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Soy Hotel California. Covers oh, California best. Dreaming. There's a Spanish version Ooh. of California Dreamin' that's that goes hard. I fought the law by The Clash. It's a great song. Yeah. Stand by Me by Otis Redding. That is a that's a cover. Yeah. Oh my god, that might be that might take the fucking Benny King was. The... That's right, Benny King. Yes. Oh dude, I'm so this stupid. is a great cover. Sweet Chain by the Cowboy Junkies. Mm-hmm. Great cover. Yeah. Uh. Uh, you don't like that? That man? was from um... Season of the Witch by Lou Rolls. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Natural Born Killers. The Sweet Jane was in that. Huge song. My Way by Sid Vicious. And that's pretty much the end of it. Well, yeah, so we, we all agree covers. We couldn't decide on our best, but um, I Will Be Always Loving You is pretty huge because that was a hit twice. Number 30 on this list, I'm sorry, is Benny and the Jets by Bismarcky and the Beastie Boys. Really? Yeah, crazy, eh? Getting the bottom of the barrel now. But it always it's really interesting when someone releases a song. Oh, I have another good one. Um Donny Hathaway. Um fuck is the name of the song? It's like oh. the greatest love song ever written. I love you like there's no space and time. That's a cover from like a dude that the dude that wrote that song got no love for it. It's one know, of the I don't know that song. Oh my god, it's one of the best love songs. I'll ever. say uh, Lo- Love Will Tears Apart. I love any version of that song because I love that song. Hmm. Huh? You feel me? Donny Hathaway, a song for you. I'm telling you, one of the best, if not Never the best love life. song, if not the best love song, one of, hmm. without a doubt. Best love song ever, Bill Withers. Hope she'll be happier. Live at Carnegie Hall. Best love song. Oh my God. I would have to like go through the Rolodex of my head. Well, Sinead O'Connor, that one goes, that's on there. That's a great love song. Yeah, you could have a top five. Oh, Chris Isaac. Um, Wicked Game is one of the best love songs. What do you mean? I fucking need you more than ever. ever. That's a great Total Eclipse of Heart. Yeah, that's a real ballad. Oh, that's it. Oh, No Effects, um, Go Your Own Way. That's not it. Seaweed, Go Your Own Way. But that is a great Jefferson Airplane, Go Your Own Way. No, but the, yeah, Yeah, yeah. sure. It's, uh, there are so many punk covers. There's uh, Stand By Me by Pennywise, which is incredible. Oh, great. One of the greatest love songs of all time, (laughs) Meatloaf. 
I would do anything for oh, love. Oh, that might be the best. Right? That song, yeah. That's I not really, a cover. That's I really like No, we were just talking about the best yeah. love songs that's ever. Song. Dude, that oh, album. You're, you're um, away from covers like that. Yeah. Out of Hell. Whatever song it is that's actually like three songs in one there, yep. da- uh, Love by the Dashboard or like, Light or whatever it's ever. called. It's so amazing. Let me sleep on it. And um, that's where the da, 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 But there's like three completely da, 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 different da, 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 songs da, da, that are all bangers in one song. Well, Meat Love was great because he was like the last rock opera kind of, you know what I mean? Like they that that just couldn't fly after Meat Love. Well, ballads were such a big deal back in the day, like 80s oh, rock. Oh, this guy's you know? all ballads. And I would do anything for love. Do you wonder if... I'd run right into heaven and back. The Great Depression wasn't as bad as they say. And it was just used as like, uh, we can never go back to this way. I mean, it was bad. Like there was only one couple selling their baby for food. And the and banks. <laughs> like, it was bad. But I mean, listen, that would make success. That would make sense, right? If you Once were, the war machine started, if we they, could never look back. If this capitalism system takes over and this is the way that whoever, the people who are molding society want it to go, then yeah, they would say, we don't want you going back to any old ways at all, which would explain like mm. the eradication of the native people, like all no, of no. that what, falls in there. You know? What are you talking about? They, they eradicated the natives way before the fucking stock market crashed. Is that no, what you're no, talking no. about? No, no, no. I'm just saying the look back in history, like, you know, this was all fine because... Look, the, it was all for the betterment of the world we live in today. Dude, the Great Depression up until Ronald Reagan ended up being one of the better things that could have happened in the States because they put in the proper regulations to run a stock market that made sense. And then Reagan came along and Clinton came along and they undid all that. But like all the all the quality banking regulations that were put into place were put in post-Depression and then removed when Reagan came in. Mm. So I'm just saying like, it crashed because it was a they were running it the way we are now, which is why we've seen it crash what three times in the last fucking eight years, ten years, twelve years, twenty years. Yeah. Anyways, more of what I was saying is just they whatever they don't want you to know, you don't know. That's just how it is. Like, well, where did that come from? You don't think the depression was as bad as it was? Well, that's what they were talking. Uh, about. By the way, we got to move on. We've given this guy an hour already. And they, price they're building one year, one month. That's insane. That's insane, and it's still standing. Well, and then they they were in like races with each other to put those buildings up to become the tallest, like the codes and violations. I was just, uh, I was gonna say, still standing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) but but then you look at like the World Trade Centers, and you're like, well, we'll pick up whatever notes I have. I guess that's a different time. That's a totally different build. I'll take it back. He was way more broy. When you hear his music, he sounds like it's crazy. He like really old. He didn't seem broy to me. We said bro every five seconds, and Did he, he? referred to Black Mirror a lot. But I love his music. And uh, listen, Black Mirror might two and a half. be the best TV show of the past ten years. It's definitely in contention for said title. Come on, Ozark's pretty good. I might yes, Ozark is great. I'm just saying you're naming. You're saying in the last ten years, so I'm just trying to think of it's five seasons. Yeah. of the same show. This is like each one, or they have an advantage though, and that yep. they don't have to follow. I'm just saying, if you're going to look at it from a perspective like that, it's much easier. I didn't say the best um, serial show. You sure. know what I mean? I just think if we're talking about the best show of the past ten years, Succession. it's in it's in the discussion. The problem is, is like any normal show, there's a lot of like there's a lot of them that don't hit as hard as certain ones. Sure. Okay. Fine. Let's do this, Matt. Make me the ten list. In the last 10 years? Yeah. 
Game of Thrones, um, House of Dragon. Okay, it's only one season, fine, but I guess then you're going to take out the zombie one, too. That can't go in either, then. What's the zombie one? With Pedro Pascal, the uh, Last of Us. Yeah, no, I can't. Okay, so you, fine, that's it fine. Has to have okay, yeah, yeah, The yeah. Office. Yeah, The Office. No, The Office is more than 10 years ago. It started in, like, 2003, okay. so we're going to take The Office ago, out of there. Started. Again, Ozark, I think, deserves to be in there. I think we can... You I mean, Come on, you yeah, enjoyed Ozark. Ozark. Like, I did, I did. Succession, for sure. Succession's in there, 100%. Um, Black Mirror. Yeah, listen, if you're sitting here saying it's a top five, Black top Mirror. 10 show in the last 10 yeah, years, I agree with you for sure. For sure Simon. Yeah, I just don't know if I can put it at the top. Yeah, no, that's fine. And I again, know, I, I think there's an what asterisk. What would you put at the top? What about Survivor? You would put Ozark at the top? No. Ozark would be at the bottom. If, if there were 10 slots, Ozark would be 10. Alone, Naked and Afraid? You think it would be... Better Call Saul? Yep. That's definitely in there. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Breaking Bad before. That's not in the past 10 years, no, though, I don't think, no. is it? I think Breaking Bad ended before the last 10 years. Really? Well, Check you guys it. want to move that's on. Yeah, don't sorry. Have to let go of this. This is, okay, yeah, let's this go is on. so fun, though. Yeah, it's true. But let's move on. We got to get to Brian fine, Callen. Fine. fine. Great uh, Zach Bryan. I'll give it a three and a half. It's nice to have someone new on. He was nice. He had some, I don't know. Uh, yeah, three and a half. Fuck Good it. Good kid. He's going to go far. I'm telling you, he's going to be big, way bigger than he is now. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Great kid. He seemed like a nice guy, but uh, the episode wasn't like groundbreaking. for All me. I'm saying is when we get what we want, which is someone new, someone fresh, mm-hmm. we should at least it's honor true. it with a little bit better rating because when you fish your wish and you complain about it still, you don't deserve to have any <laughs> wishes come true. Right? I, change kinda... it. I, I give it a three and a half. He was not who I thought he was, but he's a great kid. The See, Rams were not who we thought they were. No, I thought it was going to be this, like this deep, like uh, stoic. Because was, I have more notes, actually. Because I thought he wrote that song, I thought he was going to be like a wildly conservative like country singer. So when he just ended up being a down-to-earth dude, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. This guy's great. And then I was like, how are people freaking out about this guy's song? He seems like such a nice guy. No, Jason Aldean. Yeah. Nobody was freaking about about the song. No, this other song. Oh, come on, I've never heard okay, gotcha. any of it. Anyway, I'm just joking. I'm joking. All right, Brian Callum, let's do it. 2017, Brian Callum. Praise Jeebus, the return of Brian Callum. Really uh, bearing the hatchet. Well, it took I something went. I don't know if they were ever not friends, but there was definitely something that was happening. We don't know that, dude. I mean, we know. Yeah, it seemed weird. We we follow Joe, and we know. There seemed to be a noticeable absence Yeah, around the same time as... Uh, but you could argue the same about Joey, because they lived in different no, states. Joey, we, it's established why he wasn't there. So shit scared of COVID and... Okay, moved. but my point is, is Joey was open to saying all that. You know, who knows? Brian was going through a divorce. He had a new kid. Like, I don't know. All those allegations... Uh, obviously you're going to hear about health and wellness and, uh, sometimes Brian, I just seem like he talks about how he talks in a manner that he's trying to pick up a girl, talking about philosophy and meaning and purpose and how he justifies being God, but it's very similar to mine. So maybe it's just game, love and game. Um, he talked about crying at that wedding when he was supposed to be fun. That was actually done in Ottawa. Because he was getting too much estrogen. That wedding was done in Ottawa? That wedding was in Ottawa. Tarek Hold on. Brian Callen was in Ottawa yes, for a was. wedding? Yes, he was. Really? Why is baseball. this the first we're hearing about this? I, I've spoke about it. I believe Do you he, remember I, him I believe he talked about it on Fighter and the Kid. 
I do not remember him speaking about this. Not even at all. Because I feel like I feel like I'm being lied to. In that, you would be knowing that you were in the same city as him at the same time. But he came here and did a show. It's not that big a deal. When did he do a show? What show? Where did he do a show? I went and saw Brian Callen at the Algonquin Center like seven years ago. No, maybe four years ago. Are you talking about him being here seven years ago? Yeah. Okay, I'm so confused. You said he was just here for a wedding. That wedding he spoke about on this podcast, which could have been a year ago. Was seven years ago? No, it was two years ago, maybe. Maybe. So two years ago, you talked about Brian Callen being at a wedding in Ottawa. In the last six months or seven months. Okay, I'm done. What is going on here? What's happening? Moving on. We're being lied to. That's all. No, he's trolling me. I don't know what's going on It's malinformation. It's malinformation. The truth that could hurt somebody. I think we're being Vanderpumped. What do you want to eat you? You. Gross. (laughs) That's hot. No, any any animal can eat me alive. Whatever one's going to get it done the quickest. Any animal eats you alive, what would you want to eat you alive? That's a very good question. Well, I'm pretty sure tigers and them, they go for the neck, so I'll take that because they'd kill you right away. I don't want to be eating asshole first while yeah. I'm still somewhat alive right. and wailing like, in pain. Jaguars, I know, go and they like just Yeah, right for the jugular, jugular. That's right it. Right Done away. and dusted. Tyrannosaurus Rex. You don't want to okay. be played with. You don't want nope. anything where you're like uh, degrading in their stomach because yeah. who knows how long you're alive Right, like no bear mauling me. I don't want to be. No, I don't know. Did you see in uh, Nova Scotia there was a guy fishing in his kayak, and uh, a great white jumped out of the water on his hook. Shut the fuck it was up! Like in Nova Scotia, I just or never getting back in the water. Pull into never. the water. I think I think the the great white great white fucks you up pretty. Dude, good. did you see the two people kayaking and the whale? It's just like dumb luck comes up to get the fish and swallows them whole. And they and they lived. Yeah, it spits them back out. It doesn't want to eat them, but just like what the fuck? Uh, it was interesting how he talked about the dog wolf hierarchy. Go like on. It, it sees was it baby, interesting? It just sees the baby as less than. Like even trained dogs sometimes attack babies. A wolf, you'd be a madman mad if you had it anywhere near. Oh, I see. I, I, I he see. faltered on his pronouncing of Afghanistan. He had to correct he himself. Forgot. He yeah. forgot his character. He just said Afghanistan. And I went, oh, no, sorry, Afghanistan. Which I really appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> that it is an act. It is an act, dude. Oh, my God. Pulled I always thought he really called it Afghanistan. Uh, have you ever been bitten by a dog? No. Well, not hard. Not hard enough to complain. Yeah, not like in a, a bad way. I got bit. It sucks. Who bit you? A Doverman pincher. Where? On my ass. No, no. Where, Where? in the city did you get bit? On Kenilworth Street. Just for no reason. I was on my bike. Just and it just ran it got, out. It and got bit away your from ass. its yard or whatever. Yeah, and just ran out and bit your ass. Yeah, you were on your bike. Me. Yeah, get the fuck out it of here. It was terrifying. Kamar has eight. Kamar has a tax. You were eight. Now. Yeah, this sounds like the most fabricated memory ever, right? Eh? Call my mom. <laughs> Call my mom. But you say did it, she see it happen? No, but she heard me cry running home. Um, the, that suit where you can feel the pressure of an animal's bite. Makes you go like into shock. The crocodile killings, I wish they hadn't talked about because I started looking up those videos. Have you seen them? No. No. When this is taking dead, bloated bodies and swimming past people. No, I don't like that at no, all. No, it's really harsh, man. But the, uh, there's places where you just, 
If you go down by the water, it might happen. I don't want to go anywhere where there are predator ambush, uh, ambush predators, you know? Fuck that. Where, like, I can deal with the fact that I know there are bears in the woods, and the, in, you know what I'm saying? If I go into the woods, they, but just like things waiting at the water to destroy you. And, uh, yeah. How bad do you have to want to be a Navy SEAL? To get in that water. That didn't seem like a true story. No. I'm sorry. And then they just kept going, like didn't even bother looking for the guy. Just like, oh, he must have gotten eaten by an alligator. So there's no yes, like are still out there party. lost. Yeah. It, it just sounded totally made up. And what's also weird about the crocodile is that it's 200 million years old. Yep. Yeah, they were around in the same form. Never made iPhones. When dinosaurs Never made movies like. Well, they don't have opposable thumbs. thumbs. Yeah, and their arms are too far apart. They've been around for a this while. Is, you think they innovate something? This is the question. Something? Okay, if every animal had opposable thumbs, yeah. would they then become a version of us? Like, is no, that because raccoons have opposable thumbs? Not really. They kind have of. they have movable. Like it's they're not opposable. But you think over time they'd like be like us to to thrive? So you'd just have like sloth people. It'd be like a Disney movie. You go out in your back work shed and a, <laughs> there's a raccoon in there soldering something. <laughs> Sorry, the wife told me I had to. I mean, when you see that raccoon steal the cat's food, so I'm telling. Like, yeah, yeah, you're like it really fucks you up. Yeah, you're like this thing could take whatever it wanted. I'm fucking your wife. You come home and there's a fucking porcupine fucking your wife. There's a raccoon smoking a cigarette naked on your fucking. There's just a whole train of animals coming <laughs> out of your bedroom. One of the interesting points he made is how we we exist and design things for us to admire. Sorry, repeat that, please. Like we, art. We uh, we recognize beauty and love things that look good, mm-hmm. and then in turn try to replicate things to. Make people go, ah, oh, that's so nice, or whatever. That sounds so good, or it's what is that in us trying to? Is it a constant um, inspiration loop? We're trying to feed off each other. Well, no, it's like the question. Like, if you heard one good song, isn't that enough? The answer is obviously no. You want like we once, made one nice like, building. Is that enough? That's what I'm saying. If you hear one great song, you're like, fuck. I'd like to hear another one. Not the same, but. And what's interesting is that the MSG in Las Vegas. The MSG, Madison Square Garden. Uh, that's, I think, who owns The MGM, that, is that the, what you're talking uh, about? The ball, the lit, lit up ball. I Hold think on. it's their group. Okay, so you think, oh, I see what you're saying. That's that's like the peak of something we made that is just like, what is that? Like, you've seen it, obviously. The sphere. Yeah, Vegas. but I don't look at that like the pyramids, things like that. Th- those are that's, that's just the as crazy as the pyramids. I mean, I don't, I don't think you realize how big it is because you don't. just see it on yeah, I guess. phone I screens. Don't I don't think so. what what Simon's saying though is that we still can't move those blocks. We Anybody still can't build, build them with that sort of precision. Thing. That's technology. I'm just talking about building things that to are make us inspiring. Go, oh, gotcha. like yeah. the, gotcha, gotcha. the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. How would you I, do I hear that? You, I hear you. you can break down how you made this sphere. They, they had to bring over a crane from Denmark, and but. The the experience you're going to have inside it is like nothing we've ever experienced before. And they said they're going to build them all over the place. I mean, the Sistine Chapel, is it, is it as impressive without the art? I think so. I think just the, it's still a crazy, how there's a great building, just the architecture. What I'm saying though is I think when you walk in and you see the size of the art on the ceiling, that is part of the awe, is it not? 
Well, just how they got the art on that ceiling is whether the art was even good <laughs> because you can explain to me fully how they made this ball I'm talking about. Yeah. All the construction, but yeah. this is like uh, the tools they had. How, how they just, yeah. And they made this still without any electricity or generators and stuff. To, I think it all comes down to like uh, every time you see something cool like that, you get this dopamine rush. And then you chase that rush, but you also get that rush from making things that people like, which is why this whole social media thing works. So you get, it's all just chasing does these money, little. Does money fall into this? Like I, I make something beautiful for money. Well, yeah, because money makes you happy. It's all again, just to like incrementally improve your happiness. I can disagree with that. What about graffiti? I'm. I'm not saying people don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, he's saying, does that play a part in but it? But like, well, does every graffiti artist? What I'm saying is not all the time. No. Some people do it just for the rush. Does yeah. every graffiti artist want to be a shepherd fairy or a uh, Banksy? Probably deep down, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's the way it used to be. No. Definitely but, not. But now, probably when you when you see guys start to like, but it's the same with anything, right? Well, wasn't like, Basquiat? Yeah, when you start to see money, if you were a dancer before, wasn't you that, probably just wanted to be cool around your friends, yeah. and now you're like, oh, I can turn that into views and to cash. And wasn't Basquiat, if that's Basquiat, Basquiat, a graffiti artist? I mean, kinda. He he wrote on the streets, but he wasn't like a graffiti. Yeah, artist. I, I don't know if I. He was a street artist. Yeah, we're talking more like Dondi White, like a guy like that who bombed New York throughout the 80s and like probably didn't make a lot of money doing it, right? No, I mean, a lot of those guys ended up kind of getting famous in the end and yeah, making for whatever some street, cash. Yeah, yeah, from like streetwear, street, street wear art. Ended yeah, yeah, up being I get a it. big thing or doing things with Kid Robot. Or My point whatever, is, but... like, like the early days of skateboarding, there was no money in it to be made. No right. one did it because they were like, there's a future in this. Same and, with comedy in a way. And tons of guys missed out on that of course, bubble, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Uh, all the guys who started it. Yeah. Dude, I, again, I use skateboarding because like, Tony Hawk made it big. The other five guys who were around him. The Bones Brigade. Are probably living yeah. normal well, lives. So. And nobody even knows about like the whole uh, scene before that if they don't make that Dogtown movie, Of course, yeah. You know? No one ever so, knows who fucking Jay Adams is yeah. outside of like that Venice sort of. Yeah. So Rob Lowe said he's going to make a movie about. What? About Dogtown? No, all those guys where they're doing The Outsider. That is so fucking cool. Because he said, he said um, I, I forget the name of the actor, but... Um, he was the head of the Socias. Yeah. The, the preppy I don't gang. even remember who he and, was, uh, but yeah. It doesn't matter. And he goes, he was the guy who taught me that he could buy cocaine through FedEx. <laughs> like, it's a crazy time. He, there are so many uh, young, that's their first role, and they go on to be famous, but great movie. Um, I read all those books when I was a kid. S.E. Hinton. They were like my faves. Was oh. that Kiefer Sutherland's first movie? I don't think is Kiefer Sutherland even in that, isn't he? No, I don't I think, think so. that's Stand by Me. No, he's Kiefer Sutherland's not in Stand by Me. Yes, he is. He's is he? Spike or uh, oh, he's the he's Snake. not one of the main four. Yeah, sorry. He's, no, no, he's a bad guy. That's what he's I mean. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, for, I, I, was, I was thinking no, of the Kiefer main four. No, Kiefer Sutherland is not in. Um, no, what in the Outsiders? It's Tom Cruise. It's Patrick uh, Swayze, Matt Dillon, Matt Dillon Ralph Macchio, Ralph Macchio. The, the, Emilio the, the guy who plays Pony Boy, Emilio S. The guy who plays Pony Boy Patrick went on Swayze. to do other things. Richard He's, Hutt, S. Hutton or something. Mm. C. Riley or something. Did you yeah, say he has Ralph three Macchio? Names. Yep. Yeah. No, um, you're right. What movie am I thinking of? 
What are what were you talking Stand about? Stand by me. The I'm Kiefer thinking. Sutherland movie where he's got like earrings and black. What the fuck is that? That is movie? Stand by Me. It's not Stand by he Me. Play Snake. I'm telling you, he's the bully. Uh, then it was um, Lost Boys. Lost Boys, good one. Um, is that what you're thinking of, Matt? Yes, it's Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. Thank Another you. Another one of my favorite Thank movies. Thank you. Far after. Love I don't know why I was Lost thinking Boys. of yeah, Lost way Boys. Later. Yeah, sorry. Listen, I was I, fucking too late. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late to apologize. Uh, Brian wants Brendan to fight again. I don't know if you caught up on the fight companion, but uh, Brendan was like, oh, that's crazy. But the numbers they're throwing around are huge. He said they were like. Who would you want to seven who would you figures, want multiples? Yeah, would multiple you want seven figures. If you can make the fight. Job versus who? Any comedian? No, you just uh, any. Luis J. Gomez. Shab gets a huge advantage. It'd have to be a, a, a Jake Paul. I was just going to say Jake Paul. Or Logan. Anyways, uh, but uh, Brian, apparently Brian like reached out yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mighty Mouse. No, no, oh. to what's his, to Shab's agent. Like he wants him to do this. And Joe's not for it. And if it was if it was a jiu-jitsu or a boxing, I'd be like, do it. But bare knuckle. Yeah, I wonder if it's nuts. because Brian knows like how much money they're not making at Fighter and the Kid anymore, and he's like, "This is what Brett." Uh, it would be Shab a, should it would do look to super desperate money. on Brendan Shaw's part. But hey, man, if someone came up to me right now and said, "Here's five million dollars for Brendan Shaw, punch you in the face with knuckles in front of the world," I'd probably take it. Man. Kamar, if they came to me and said, "Here's five million dollars and CTE." I'd be like, give it to no, me yeah, right now. Yeah. The bare knuckle part is like, yeah, if it was a boxing just, match top, or something, sure. you know, that's that bare muckle, knuckle MMA. Oh, that is just muckle. a street fight. Man. And then they digress bare from muckle. that into fight talk and then bare knuckle fight, uh, workout talk. Japan, they don't tell you your date. Yeah, that's crazy. I, right? I, what, I think that's everywhere. No, you know when you're going to die on death row. They come, you? Haven't you ever watched Oz? No, but you have appeals and stuff, don't you? Yeah, but you know when you're when all your you, you appeals a, you, run out, you uh, know the time oh, frame okay, of okay, your. Okay. Uh, it's true, but, He's right? Because they always have the countdown to where the governor can uh, listen. Just watch Oz. I just finished rewatching. It would give it, it would give you uh, it would it's put you in a Brian weird Cowan. place to say, could be tomorrow, could be two years from now, to make the best of your time. Well, that's um, what we're thinking of when we put people on death row. We're like, I hope they make the best of their time. If, I don't know if you guys know, but Trump is in, has three indictments going on right now. Yeah. I, how could you not know that? Um, if he gets off all of them. He will. But then the whole thing, the, everyone's way more corrupt than him. Like the idea that you're using, trying to arrest your political opponent is is like third world country stuff. I disagree with that. Only because I said it before, they they had an agreement which was we will not indict you for January 6th. Whether well, you agree as long with, as you don't run. As long as you don't run again, we won't indict you because if they indicted him, he couldn't run again. That was the whole deal and the Republicans but They don't have the right to do that. I, I get it, but I'm just saying the Republicans they had like a handshake deal with the Republicans. Listen, when you look back at this January 6th, I get it. You're missing like you're, Simon, you're missing my point. My point is they had shady political dealings behind closed doors where they had this agreement. He dis, he went against the agreement. So now they're trying to listen. No one is going to jail. Not Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden. No one in their camp. Donald Trump's not going to jail. Probably no one in Trump's camp. Well, I, I guess Bannon went to jail, didn't he? Even then they don't go to jail. None of these guys go to like, they're not going to fucking maximum security. They're all getting off. 
because they're all part of it. It's like, think about it. It's weird that they're even going after Trump because it just sets a precedent where like now and forever, as soon as you get out of office, they're just going to indict you for. So the only thing that um, you can handle is if uh, Trump got indicted all three and went to jail for 10 years. That would blow you. But that would blow my mind. mind. Yes, I would be. I would be shocked beyond any reasonable doubt if they threw a rich person in jail for 10 years. I think it's just another example of like we were saying before, this is like the type of tricks that the left would never pull, but because it's Trump and anything to make sure that this guy doesn't run or become president again, it doesn't matter what we do, how many lies we have to tell, how many we're in too deep. I just think it goes to like you you have to play if you want to win you got to play the game that the other guys are playing. Right? So if you it and it, then it just becomes worse cuz you're just one-upping each other. And am I wrong? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to like rationalize if it was like a let's say this was a let's say Hitler was um running for president. Sure. Okay? And he was running on this policy of like kill this certain, not Hitler, but somebody like that. Sure. Kill this certain group of people. Yeah. And like he gets enough support to put him into office. Mm-hmm. And then they start ethnic cleansing. I guess you would hope that that other party does whatever it takes to make sure that that guy never gets in, right? Yeah. So, well, no, you hope that the party that's putting that guy in never, like, like the Republicans and the Democrats, you have a hope that they're going to give you their best candidate. Correct? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Well, no, we know know that's not true now. After Bernie, we know beyond any reasonable doubt they're not playing that game anymore. But the idea is -hmm. supposed to be that, hey, the Democrats have given us their best guy. The Republicans have given us their best guy. And now we have to choose between the two of them. See, and that's a problem with like, you know how I said that, you know, the masses are stupid in all, all in all. Yeah. Um, Like, what if the masses voted for a person who wanted to ethnic cleanse? then you're just saying, well, I guess we have to cleanse, then that's the right thing to do because enough people think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, that's how the world works, unfortunately. Well, but that's... But isn't that how the Nazis came into power? Yeah, well, so there you go. Yeah. That's not the right thing to do. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. Okay. Well, Well, I don't get what you're saying. What do you mean you don't get what I'm saying? Well, first of all, Simon, like, if everyone in Canada agreed tomorrow... Yeah, that we should kill all people named Matt. Sure. But Matt is a bad name. Yeah. We don't like it. All Matt should die. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right. If enough people think that's right, you think that's the right thing to do then? No. No, of course not. Yeah, I said that. Okay. No, you said before that if 80% of people thought one way, then that was the right way. What I yeah. said was... That the, he did say that, right? Yeah, what I said was we the customer's always right. That's how that works. What I said was it Two doesn't, three of us it doesn't equate to me saying like morally this is correct. What I'm just saying is what do you do? What do you do tomorrow, Simon, if they vote in someone who does who says that? All Simons have to leave the country. I fucking run for the hills. Well, they're gonna make you leave anyway. So Well, no, that that was my question. So a guy gets in tomorrow, yeah, and his whole platform is kill all Moroccan Canadians. Yeah. And enough people think that's a good idea. Yeah. So they vote him in. Yeah. Is that then right? That's the the right. That's just. You must have a good reason to get rid of Morocco. <laughs> enough. I'd this have to go back. Hard. I'd have to go back and look too. Did Hitler run on I'm going to ethnically cleanse this country? No, but I, I don't. 
I don't know, but that's it's not even what I'm talking about. Sure. It doesn't matter what Hitler did. This is if enough people think it's the right thing, is it the right thing? No, of course not. No. So it, no, it just emphasizes my point from earlier. I should I should have made that argument back then and I didn't and it came to me now and oh, sorry. The point is Simon is regard like you, that's one of the, the problems, customer is not always one right. of the problems with government though Simon is that that's how the majority works if if tomorrow they did decide all Simons have to leave you don't have a fucking leg to stand on listen I don't want to be a member of a club that would have me as a member so I would leave <laughs> anyways oh I was just he made a big deal about rights human rights they're different in America than here but this is the base thing do you think you know your rights no I'm sure I'm them. sure I don't the yeah, same but, way I don't know what, like, the uh, Apple contract I signed, you know? Well, the Bill of Rights is a little less... Um, the Bill of Rights is more readable than the Apple fucking terms of yeah, service. No, it was a joke. This is boring. It has to be. Kamar, this is I, boring, though. Oh, I don't think... There's hold on. way better stuff to Kamar, I think, I think by and large, I'm aware of most of my rights. But I also know this. Your rights don't matter. And I'm not trying to be crass about this. When I say your rights don't matter, I mean who, who, the powers that be will violate them till the end of time, and then you have to hope that a court will sort it out. We see it happen all the time. They get no argued. One, no one answers anything. Fine, whatever. Simon's done with this topic. Well, no, when it, Simon's done, you have to move on. Like he no, no, I, I am listening rights for to granted, you guys just talk about like that, a, a but I refuse to, to propagate the conversation. So, uh, oh, human rights. We'll, 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 okay, this we'll, guy's anti-freedom. We'll off, we uh, Brian. As far as aliens, no one can keep a secret, so it's not there. Uh, yeah, I don't believe in the aliens at all. It's too, it's too convenient. Hold and, on, what's the convenience? I'm very. This could be good. Simon, well, I know the, Simon wants to talk about this. The press conference. The like, idea about right the nuclear bomb, if those exist, because the Be- Be- Beirut explosion, I think, is bigger than all those bombs personally. But no, I, I listen. Didn't I didn't you see the footage. Yeah, did you see? The, have you seen the Beirut bomb? <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. Um, but Kamar, the Beirut bomb, like it blew way more up win- angles and everything, and but, it was so much mass. Hold yes. on, it blew up windows because of the shock wave. But if you went seven blocks out, like buildings were still standing. Like six blocks out, all those buildings are still standing. Again, the windows got blown and out. We've never seen a nuclear bomb in a city, so we still don't know what it does. Um, but but, no, but no. I mean, it's true. They show you these images from the middle of the ocean. It was like impressive. It was a big splash. I'm but sure we don't on. know how big that was. Well, no, that's what I, there's my, no island there to give you comparison. I will agree with you. Scale matters a great deal. It yeah. could be a fucking miniature model this for is, all we know. They might have dropped a stone and then added. I get that. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that the Beirut bomb. Um, how many people did it kill? I have no idea. It's an excellent question, man. But um. Because I agree with you, Kamar. I've seen all the angles. It is one of the most insane pieces of video I've ever seen. And the fact that they... have you, Dude, there's a clip going around. There was a woman standing on the street that day getting her wedding photos taken. And like the photographer has a video camera as well. So he's, he's getting all the angles. And you can hear the shockwave coming at them. And you hear him like, Allahu Akbar. And then three seconds later, boof, it hits them. This woman was a doctor. She ran from the scene in her wedding dress while taking photos and went and saved the lives of like a shitload of people. Wow. Apparently, yeah, crazy. It happened on August fourth. Is that today? No, it's that's my birthday. birthday. Two hundred eighteen oh. people died. So not that many. Well, no, it's still, like listen for an accidental explosion in a city. Two hundred eighteen people is significant, but like I said, 
in a city of the size of Beirut for an explosion that big, 218 is um, probably not the number we were thinking. Anyways, we're getting stuck on this whole bomb thing. You had Why, a point. Aliens. Your point was about the aliens. Yeah, so right. the aliens hearing the bomb on Earth. Yeah. Bullshit. There's stuff happens on the sun that is so much louder because it's too much static. There's they, no way. They Hold shot on. a nuke into space, first of all, so don't forget about that. Don't know that. Well, okay, come on. I've showed it to you a million times. Sorry. Operation Starfish. I forgot. Can I just, just for the sake of this argument, like if we put a trail camera out and it's looking for, uh, I don't know, some rare fucking snow leopard, um, the trail camera is going to pick up nothing and then eventually it's going to get the snow leopard, right? That's the goal. We do that because we want to get... They, aliens, if they have the technology to get here, they could easily put something on Earth. Well, they could well, no, be just, here already like, watching us. Sure, yeah. That too. Couldn't, no, but, it doesn't have to be oh, from space. No, no, but the watching, what I'm saying, Simon, is there's nothing that says they can't put something in the ocean that, that has the whole Earth watched, like clock. Yeah, or they could be here physically volcano, watching. Yeah, why not? Earthquake would generate more force than a nuclear but, bomb. Yeah, but hold on. You don't they know. They shot that. a nuclear bomb into space. Okay. Okay, once they did that, anything in space was probably like, listen, you do whatever the fuck you want to your own little rock, but when you start like... Kamar, when Vesuvius erupted, we don't know that there wasn't a shitload of aliens visiting us then. We do not. That's my only point is to, to that, like, maybe if you went back at the hieroglyphs and looked around Vesuvius, there might have been all this. For me, then I go back to dinosaur bones. Those people were digging. They would have found, well, they, they don't find I've fossils. Been th- I, don't, I've been th- I don't know. No, no, I've know. been thinking about this. So that's probably what dragons were. They were just finding dinosaur okay, bones. Perfect. They were just calling them different things. Thunder lizards, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's interesting. And how long we don't, we just don't even That's have the writings for long enough to know. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you found pterodactyl bones, yeah. That's a dragon, right? Yes, for all 100%. intents and purposes. I imagine that if you found any type of dinosaur, like a tyrannosaurus, a raptor, anything like that would seem like a dragon. My point though, Simon, is like if you if a bird dies in the village and you see the outline of the the bones, the skeleton, yeah, the yeah. skeletal, yeah. the exoskeleton, you you could, and then you find a pterodactyl which is just fifty x as big. You can then go, holy fuck, there must have been. Again, then you just add one fire of those giant breathing. Bats and they have plenty of stories about thunderbirds in like America, where they would be the leftover pterodactyls, the same way that mammoths survived for a very long time After, into like yeah. modern history. Yeah. Did you both of you guys see Monster? Yeah. With uh, Charisse Theron. Charlize. Put some respect on her name. The movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made the box office. This week we're doing Monster, which came up in the podcast when they talk about crazy transformations of. Actually, I'm pretty actors. sure Brian just wanted to name drop that he knew Charlize Theron and Todd Phillips and that he was in The Joker, but that's neither here nor there. Interesting. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, in his defense, he did say that if you blink, you'll miss his part in The Joker, but. He really wanted to go out of his way to be like, I watched them filming. It was going to be my like synopsis, but um, he wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Tried so hard. 
And on this, he was like, there's not a day I ever wanted to go in acting. Like, almost like that thing where my when, dad once, wanted once to be a baseball player it, or something. Yeah. And he should have figured that out a lot sooner and devoted more time to stand up. But hopefully he's doing it now. Okay. You have a year, Simon? I do. What year do you have? 2012. I have 01. 2001. 2003. Oh, so far off. Shit. Yeah, I had no idea with this movie on any level. Starring Charlize <laughs> Theron, Christine Ricci, Bruce Dern, Christina Green, and Annie Corley. Do you have the rest ready, Simon? I do. What did you say? It, uh, how much did it make? I said it. Or what uh, did it? What did it box office? Eighteen million. Wow. Gross ninety-two. Simon, I said it cost seventeen point eight. Whoa. <laughs> and it made seventy-two point oh, four. Well, we're really close. Well, you guys in the Silver neighborhood? Com- well, not completely off budget. One point five million. Well, we're way off. Hold locations on. What no, no, no. This this, dude, hold on. This, this was, was shot a, ma- a week. I don't give a fuck. This is a major motion picture, dude. Craft services is like a million. 1.5 million. Wow. That's crazy. This is made in a week, man. I guess. And what did it make? Uh, 64.2 million. Holy shit. So you're in the neighborhood. Oh, I, I won on that, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I was way. Uh, wow. What a great return on investment. Yeah, that worked out really well. they well. must have, like, taken points, uh, Charlize. And yeah, what's 100%. Her name? Christina Ricci. You Maybe. couldn't pay the Charlize Theron is one point five million. She did win the Oscar for it, and uh, she's like ten points. She's never looked back. I don't think she was that big when she did it. She was big, but whoa, whoa! The Italian guy. job was no, no. like right around. No, that. no, she was definitely big because it was such a big deal. Like, yeah, that such she put a, on all that yeah, weight. Like, yeah, you know, she was big. Okay, I, I stepped down. Well, I'm just saying the Italian job. Look that up. Hey, Siri. Anyways, let's go back to the, the Italian aliens, job because that was the interesting. No, the, you can't keep it secret. It doesn't exist. One option I see is Emily Jane oh, what a piece of shit. Keep going. Anyways, did you even listen to any of the um, testimony of the whistleblowers? Yeah, anything? No, no. So you're just talking out your. Yin-yang. Well, no, it's it's a nondescript. Like it's still a guy that knows a guy, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. So you just you don't you think aliens exist, but all of the shit that's going on is uh, the most compelling story to this day is the Jackie Gleason story, where him and Nixon get on a plane, go thing, and because of that, he builds a house. Because he built a house, I'm like either he was so wasted, he believed he saw something, or really saw something because he said he saw bodies in the um, fridge. And if it's the same thing, well, can't be because it was before the Brazilian incident. I mean, definitely. Sorry, if you believe that it's all bullshit, then wouldn't it make sense that uh, as some sort of op, they would be like, you know, Jackie Gleason? And Nixon would be like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, you're going to you're gonna have some drinks with them, and we're going to get them on the plane, and we're going to bring them here, and we're going to show them some stuff. And Yes, it could be the beginning of the misinformation. It all sounds, and I'll give you this, it all sounds like varying... Um, versions of like a Bob Lazar story, yeah. you know? And that doesn't mean that aliens don't exist. They could very well exist. This is just the narrative that they want you to run with for whatever reason, you know? My favorite would be if they made up aliens as some sort of op and then it ended up that there were aliens and they're like, fuck, fuck. Well, think about this. What if whatever the phenomenon is, mm-hmm. whatever this is that, you know, if there is things that people are seeing that they're seeing... What if it's something that's so much more frightening than aliens would ever be? Yeah, sure. I'm being serious. I know now. you are. Yeah. What if it's like demons or something? And the the idea, like, how would you go the rest of your life knowing that there are demons out there just waiting to abduct people? 
Well, like, first of all, I think in by and large, humans uh, were very good at ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, because I like. Let's say tomorrow you found out definitively, Simon, demons were real. You've lived forty five years without encountering or dealing with them. Does it really change much? I mean, I know it would say it would stay in your head that these things exist and they're out there, but if you've lived this whole time and they've been around, I right? mean, again, you have to live your life, I guess. But if all of a sudden you find out that. Um, Aliens don't exist. Yeah. It's just been a hoax the whole time because what that is is, is far worse. So much worse. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that could rock people's. Uh... I agree with you. I'm just saying that I think by and large, we're so desensitized now to like three new things every day that are trying to kill you or could kill you or could end the earth or could. Oh, the Amanua fucking flew within like a kilometer of the earth or whatever. You know what I mean? There's, I don't like, know that. Like imagine we found out every Bible story was exactly like they say. And that if you ate shellfish, you're immediately going to hell. That's <laughs> well, just it. That's just it. Yeah. And you found out that like hell exists and you're going there. I don't know. That's. I think the good thing about that is that if we realize that definitively hell existed, most of us are going, most of us, like 99% of us are going there. Because even the true Bible thumpers don't live. What would be scarier than the aliens? I don't think aliens are that scary. Flat Earth. 2003 Italian job. Same year. It did break her. Pushing back on you. She was just a floozy up until then. No, I disagree. She was in the devil's advocate as one of the sluts. She was hot. Okay, well, I take it back then. That's the movie game! <laughs> 20 minutes. Okay, let's finish, Brian. Yeah, we'll finish it on the, in the post show. There's a lot to talk about. That much? Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. Well, give us some highlights. I'd love to. No, know no, no. You... Let's, we got to end this. This okay, is fucking bananas. I just wish that we had done this in a more meaningful you way. definitely should have done brian first i don't know what uh okay so no I, no no brian, I, I take it back brian I, before I, I the listeners we've thrown kamar under the I bus and he's accepted the, it there we go the Good. cowboy i thought I, I i thought wrong yeah cowboy should have been last yeah, probably last, last even though i gave him a, probably the highest rating of the week we it's talked a lot to, about yeah. him all right rate brian and then we'll go to the post show i'm so happy to see him back it's a four it's a long time coming i'm gonna go 3.3 i'm happy to see him back Two and a half. Happy to see him that's back. That's more honest. That's more honest. This is just, this wasn't. Oh, like, yeah. He got an extra point from me just because he finally showed his face again. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. All right. Well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Whatever. That's it. I don't really care. I'm not trying to push or sell anything. Don't, don't, don't buy it. Don't even listen to the show. You made it this far. Why? That's it. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. Maybe stick around for the post show. And as usual. So nobody ever hears this. No, no one ever hears this. Keep your eyes open.